in Victoria, so therefore it takes the price out of um, well, being doing oversized prices. Well, it takes that uh, bit of exclusiveness out of it, doesn't it? Exclusively. Yeah. I knew the tech guy would have the tech So tech anyone can throw go. that 3.1 on and travel at night and... No real restrictions. Yeah. So, yeah, the days of being oversized and chasing a better dollar are probably gone. Mm. So stick anyway, with stuff that's 3.2 and wider, eh? Yeah. Yeah, like we come over at four metres the other day and uh, I'm only 3.7, but I was a little bit wider today when the door broke on the tractor and she smashed up everywhere. Mm. <laughs> bit of glass everywhere. Oh, nothing like it. <laughs> nothing worse, you know. Oh, I don't know, rough roads, the doors bounced open. Well, I was only thinking about it today. It's not a bad track record. I've carded tractors for probably 16, 17 years now, and I've only, this is my second window I've ever broken. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And we've carded right. tractors into some random places with dirt, and, and I've carded tractors across Australia, and here I am now. I've got a broken door on a fast tractor. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing worse. No, no, yeah, I know that. <laughs> and that, like, and like, like you said, Mike, that tractor, that door's probably going to be expensive. Probably yeah. will be. Very bad. If, anyone knows, if anyone's got a class uh, A35 tractor door, give me a ring. <laughs> <laughs> got a spare one. Got a, got a spare one, one lying about. <laughs> you can use the glass out of it. I just want to get it home because at the moment I've got me, I've got a uh, sort of short little small cap part covering the door because it's raining oh, here. Good Lord. So, I might try and get it fixed on Monday. I'm going to have a day off here in Watertown tomorrow and yeah, sort of cover it out. So, yeah. take, it, take it around to the class dealer and say, there you go, fix that damn thing with it. Yeah, well, I thought I am an art about that, actually. Oh, I don't reckon there is one in Watertown. Probably one in Adelaide. Adelaide. It's okay. Probably wouldn't have well, parts you, anyway. No, you ring them up and say, look, I'm coming and I need parts. Need a door, <laughs> like, like, like you've done. <laughs> Come and help me, I need something. Bring it to uh, <laughs> It's just terrible. Back in the day when I had my, the very last truck that I actually owned was a car carrier and it was working for coastline car carriers and I was carting new Hondas and Hyundais out of, out of Brisbane up to North Queensland. Really? Uh, yeah, that was the last car. That was the last actual truck that I owned, that one. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so there you go. A um, bit of useless information for you. And I can tell you now, the exhaust tips on Honda Civics were about 80 bucks each. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, that yeah, because yeah. I, I, I can't, I just, the, the, the actual trailer that I had, I was towing these cars on. I'd take one off the bottom deck, and every bloody time, it didn't matter how I did it, I would nail one of those exhaust tips. Really? Got point, yeah. yeah, yeah, got to the point where I was actually taking the bloody exhaust tips off before I loaded the cars. Mm-hmm. And it was just, a, it was all to do with just the angle and the, and the way it all bloody worked. Yeah. And, and where I was unloading, I could load them and put them on and all the rest of it. But where we had to unload them up in Cairns at Trinity. It was uh, just the just the angle of the bit of road, the angle the thing was on. It didn't matter what you did, didn't you know, try and chop it up or whatever. You would get one or the other of them, you know. Eighty bucks a time, and they never ever missed it, you know. If they scraped the buddy, yeah, they the exhaust tip, 
Yeah, I don't reckon I can get away with unloading this tractor that it was how I picked it up in inverted commas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, in fact, I don't reckon I can at all. You do it like you do a, a survey on them. Like we used to, we used to go around all the cars and make sure that they had no dings, no chips, no scratches, no, you know, no, nothing wrong with them, and take photos and stuff of it. Did you do that? So, yeah, so if I ever pick up, so a lot, a lot of the stuff that we do, we end up in a bit of a funny sort of world. Because like, the customer, like, this customer's probably not seen this tractor. Mm. So right. if, I, if I pick it up and I go, like, this, it's missing a mirror or it's missing that, you know, and I, and I always take photos and send it to the customer, the, you know, the boat, you know, the people who we pick it up from and the people who are delivering it to you. So if I look at some, especially, um, Someone told me the other day the John Deere mirrors are now worth six or seven hundred dollars a mirror. Wow! Yeah, so if you like John Deere mirrors on the top of a, an SP boom sprayer, the first thing that's going to hit a tree. Mm. Yeah, right. So if, there, if there's a crack in a mirror, or or it's missing a mirror, or there's a crack in a lens on a header mirror, I always take photos of it. Yeah, yeah right. And just send it to the customer and. You know, so they can sort of go, oh, no, it's all good. We we knew about that mirror or, yeah, it just, just takes that element of surprise out at the other end. So, yeah. yeah. So this, yeah. this customer I've got this tractor for, I'm pretty sure he's sitting on in, in the resort in Rome. He's having a couple of weeks overseas, even his lovely wife. So I'll so probably wake up in the morning and open his phone and go, oh, dear. He's a, he's a great, he's a long-term customer of mine, this place. Yeah. Um. And and he he'll be fine and we'll be fine and you know we'll get it all sorted. But uh, it's just it, it gets you down. You yeah. know, like you don't you don't like it. You don't want it. And uh, yeah, it's one of those things, eh? So, you can't fix it though. This is the thing. I mean, no. I, I had a bit of a mishap there towards the end of last year, and I I knocked the bloody exhaust tip off the nine eight on a bloody awning. Yep. And you know you you feel like a complete goose. When you do it, yeah, and it was the worst part about it was is that you know I did it with complete confidence. Yeah, I'm going through and I'm looking at it and I was like, oh, I can get under that. That's cool. And yeah, and, you know, I missed out by about two inches. <laughs> and the worst phone call, you know, you got to ring the boss up and tell him you've done yeah. that. Yeah, and it, it, it hurt. And it hurt my ego more to tell him that I'd done it. And then, of course, the worst part about it was that was done on a Monday, and I was in Melbourne. <laughs> so I had I'd done the best I could to try and straighten it up and make it look normal. But every time I walked towards the truck for the week, it was there to haunt me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, laughing at you, going, "You did this." You and did I said, this to I said to him, "I'm just going to go around to the exhaust place and buy a set of exhaust tips and put on it." <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing We've got some in this head. Yeah, yeah make you <laughs> feel the pain. I felt the pain all week. And you know what the worst part, of, the, the other worst part about it was? He was completely calm about it. He didn't yell at me. He didn't call me names. He didn't say, what have you done to me, truck, or anything like that. He was just completely calm and, you know. Oh, it's all right, mate. Don't worry about it. You know, they still make exhaust tips. Or, and I felt like a complete dick. And every time I walk, every time I, yeah, you know, I couldn't wait for it to get dark so people couldn't see the exhaust. You know, mm. yeah, 
they they weren't making him in COVID, so yeah, you probably no. know, they probably yeah. was a bit of a bad. They weren't I couldn't get him at all. I wanted a couple for a black one, but yeah. could not source them at all. So yeah. There you go. So we're all yeah, done, we're, we're all we're all we're all like and you know, we're all perfectionists in trying to get the job done and, and we all get down on ourselves and I, and it is, it is frustrating and I just I just hate damage, you know, and it's just you, you pride yourself on on the presentation of what it is. I mean, the only good thing is it's on the, the left hand side. So, like, is that a good thing? Well, if I pass someone, they'll see me. But when they're passing me, they won't see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, garbage, ta- garbage bags and duct tape, mate. That'd be better than a tarp, surely. Oh yeah, well look, it's all I had at, at the parking bay, you know, just out of Border Town. So we'll get into Tatiara tomorrow at Border Town, and if Amanda's listening, yes, I'm going to spend 24 hours at Tatiara. So make sure there's money in the account, <laughs> uh, and uh, I'll, I'll sort it out. So we might be able to, yeah, we might be able to wrap it up in plastic or a bit of bloody glad wrap, or I don't know, work something. You know that like cling wrap shit they wrap around pellets. They're bound to have some of that at Teddy. Oh, they shit. are. They they great out, Tat. They're really good. And I've called in there, and I remember I took a bunk uh, across Australia, and yeah, the black plastic had come off by the time I loaded out of Melbourne and got to Teddy Ara. So bought a couple of rolls of duct tape and some black plastic off from there at that, and we wrapped her all up, and uh, yeah, give me windscreen to wash and sold it on the way. So I bought it down. Paddy R, truck and trailer of Border Town. I highly recommend it. So I better talk to John about coming on the road radio. He's a good man. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun with the shit that can happen on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, 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 I got, I actually bought a big, um, oh, jeez, I must pick that up. I threw that down in disgust. Um, a roll of <laughs> gaffer tape. And, uh, you know, and I started up peeling the gaffer tape because I was going to tape the, 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 the cat tarp into the front windscreen. And, it, it's got no stickiness to it at all. <laughs> the, the duct tape, the gaffer, like the fabric sort of gaffer tape. Yeah, yeah. cheap so stuff, sort of was assume, it? I'm sure I'm assuming that I bought some cheap stuff somewhere. And it was a full roll, it was a brand new roll. So anyway, I threw that down in disgust and thought, Did you? I'm going to go and uh, sit in the truck and complain about something to nobody. Mm. Yeah. It's only way you can deal with it sometimes. But anyway, I'm complaining to on-the-road radio listeners, you know. So there you go, you lot. You're listening yeah. to me. I'm sure they yeah. all care. Oh, I've had no text messages yet, but anyway, they are sort of care. Oh, no. no. I have one. Correction. Uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise. I mean, just cotton on that I'm uh, going to patio truck and stuff. <laughs> Amanda, if you're listening, make sure he's got ten cents in his account because <laughs> I know, mate. I'll book it up anyway. For some people, you just—it's hard to get good help, and some people you just shouldn't feed them. Mm-hmm. I, I love that truck. I love him there. He's a good there. Yeah. Now, anyway, what you, what's been going on? How you been going since I left here? You, you doing all right up there? Yeah. Yeah, no, we're, we're all right. Um, Rosie's roadhouse is sort of a little bit quieter since you've left, I must say. Um, yeah, well, I, I probably haven't eaten since I've left there. I've been through full. Haven't you? <laughs> I can't do much food there. How's that barbecue? Oh, phenomenal. How good that yeah. barbecue was. We had a yeah. great time. Yeah, the bar- we, were, we were stakeholders out there for a little while we were, Craig. And, the, yeah, and, and what about the free whiskey? <laughs> 
The whiskey supply didn't suffer too badly. That was that was yeah, all right. No. Pretty good. We did. We did. Uh, it was a good job, actually. We were separated. We didn't have the bottle down here in the cage because that could have been very untidy. When someone it, keeps pouring it for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, uh, uh, you know, mum's the word there, tech guy. I had to boil the kettle and make a cup of tea and fill them bottles back up to where they were. But anyway, it's... Uh... <laughs> oh, you're still there. I thought it was off. I thought it was gone. Anyway, he's still there. But anyway, if you drink your whiskey and it tastes like tea, I know nothing, Your Honour. You know nothing? So yeah. when I head down that way, I should take my own, you're saying? Yeah, it's all going to drink tea cold in a bottle, but <laughs> Yeah, no, I doubt that. I doubt that a lot. I really, I really have, do doubt that. Have you restocked the whiskey cabinet? No, there was no need, Mum. I didn't drink it all. I've been responsible. Thank you very much. So, no, no, we, we, I think, I think, I, I think I had one finger of whiskey in glass because that's all I got brought down to me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly. Even if you actually had any, or whether you, I'm sure you probably had a little bit, but yeah, I'm probably the same. I had about the yeah. same. It was lovely, you know. Yeah. Great, your hospitality was sensational, and that. Well, yeah, my hospitality, mate, it was Rose's hospitality. Well, the both of you, you've been good, you know, and uh, you know we 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 entertained you at our place many many moons ago. That's and, right, uh, you did too. Yeah, thank you for reciprocating, and uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, it was good. The, the heat was lovely, and I'm starting to think. Uh, uh, the big trucker, Andrew, he sent me a picture. He bought a heater today, a little kind of canister bird and heater thing for him. So I'm starting to think I need one in this truck now. So, yeah. Well, you you can go over and stop at uh, Claire Auto Electrical and all that sort of thing, can't you? And oh, yeah, one, I could. I could. Get, get, get one installed. Yeah, I could. Get one installed. I'd like to talk to Andrew's brother and get one installed. Yeah. Get, get, get one put in that black one. That'd be good. No, I reckon probably it'll go in the black one too, to be honest with you. Before I'll get one in this one. So. i tell you what, it's funny. I mean, this is the thing. We all worry so much. Everyone's got to have an ice pack and all that sort of thing. Oh, you got to stay cool, brother. you got to stay but, cool. But you do. But I'll tell you what, I think. I honestly think, I mean, it's much worse being cold. Yeah. yeah I think well. Amanda will agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah I, I just think it's worse. I just think it's worth being it's worth being cold. I really do. I thought I thought Andrew about it because we spent a lot of a lot of a lot of minutes talking about this all the time about his heater in his truck. And I yeah. I mean I, I thought he had an open fireplace to chuck that big in there. He probably naturally has. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Kenworth in a Kinkat. But like you said, you get up in the morning and your your clothes are warm and your body feels warm and you feel yeah. good. Yeah. You're not starting cold and chasing the cold and yeah. You're right, there is nothing worse than getting cold. Mm. You know, so, yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see. Well, most of these now have, have heaters in there, whether it's an ice pack or a cooler bar or whatever, they most have got they, heaters now. Yeah, but the cooler, bar, but, um, cooler bars are the best, actually. Yeah, cooler bars are the best on the market every day of the week. But that um that black one has actually got a, a heater cooler in the bunk. It's got a Kenworth factory fitted one. Yeah, but it's, the motor's got to be running, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 so you can get it hot before you go to bed. Yeah. And you can get it cool before you go to bed as well. So I've done that. Yeah. yeah. So you can crank it up and, and run it in. But, yeah, once the motor's off, she's all done. You're on your own. But, That's right. 
Yeah. And of course, no. then, <clears throat> I mean, if you if you've got your inverter, you can get your little you can get your little uh, bar heater or something like that. But you've got to be careful you don't flatten your batteries. So. Yeah. Yeah, because them little bar heaters suck a little bloody a lot of power, don't they? The they little suckers. They, they can suck a little bit of power. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, uh, you know, I have to raise the bar and sort that out. But no, I like, I like those heaters, those diesel heaters. It's, um, yeah. yeah, I never really looked into it until I'm, you know, sort of travelling with Andrew and, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's a big fan. So, yeah. Yeah, they make a difference. There's no doubt about that. Oh, it was phenomenal how hot his truck was in there, and uh, he probably had to turn ice back on to get a cold. You know? yeah, yeah. Well, I know he's got a, he's got an iron, he's got to have an ironing board in there at least. <laughs> That's what I mean. He's got a fireplace and everything in there. He's, he's, got, to have a, he's, got, to have a, he's got to have an ironing board, and I believe. I mean, one of the standard fitments with those fat cab aerodynes is a stripper pole and a mirror ball. He might have tucked it away so people didn't see it. Yeah, and, and he's got a veranda in his truck too. You know that he's got a veranda. Has he? Andrew has a veranda in that king cab aerodyne. It, is, <laughs> it should be standard feature. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm not even making that up. He actually has a veranda, and it is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It folds out. Out the back? No, out the step. The actual step really? folds out. Yeah, it's the yeah. coolest feature of that truck. Yeah, they, they've, got a, they've got a fold-out step. It's not, you don't have to climb straight up. Yeah. That was the one thing. And no, it's not like an Argus. It sort of goes sideways. Wash but, your mouth out with soap. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, the first time I ever saw anything like that was, was an Argus. It was a 110 cab. Argosy, the big, yeah, big uh, high-rise with the buddy stairs that come out the side and, and all the rest of it. You climb up, you know, without having to, you know, hang on like a bloody monkey gripping on the side of a tree. And then you, I stepped inside that thing. I saw it. The first one I ever saw was up at the BP at Rock Lee. Sorry, at Archerfield. Yeah. And um, I, I climbed up inside the thing and you could have, you could have a party in it. They were good. You know, and well, at that time I was driving a buddy, uh, I think I was driving a 104 or something. And, you know, this thing's got a nearly flat floor and it's, you know, it's just. And the roof's straight up. And the, yeah, you can sort of straight stand up, up yeah. straight out of the seat. Yeah. And you can sort of turn left and and uh, basically head in there and you can do a bit of a waltz. And, and if we were playing, playing sort of a, a waltzy sort of a you could have a waltz in there if you wanted to. Yeah, and the, the cupboards where you could hang your clothes up, and this thing had everything. It had TV in it and all that sort of stuff. And I thought, how lucky is this bloke, you know? Mm. And uh, it was absolutely brilliant. And I honestly think that that cab design is still pretty good. And I cannot understand for the life of me why we just can't have all that sort of stuff on a on a conventional truck. We yeah. argue the point over three feet or four feet or whatever it is. My opinion is if the car's that bloody close, it's too late anyway. You're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're yeah. yeah, you're right. It's just, it's insane. So, we um, a, a local carrier at home, Cropline, they um, they they wanted twin steer bogey drive chassis, but you could never get that big cab Argosy in that. So yeah. he he actually at the time he bought two trucks and made and put the cab of a king cab, and it, so it's limited edition. Yeah, so, mate, right. I was driving for a while. He's got limited edition written on the front of that the twin steer 
big cab Argosy. Yeah, right. Yeah, you won't you won't see it anywhere else apart from out in the west, you know. So yeah, mm. yeah. so he bought chassis one and took the cab off and then bought the other one and switched them out. Yeah, yeah that's ridiculous. Well, yeah, I don't know why you couldn't get there. Yeah, I'm twin steer. Why you couldn't get the same cab? But yeah. Have you seen that 50? What is it? A 501 or a 509 or somebody thing with a twin steer and the extended bonnet and the body? Oh, swing shots. Yeah, yeah, big truck, big, 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 big truck. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, I think. That. yeah, 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 yeah. I want to yeah, do. I want to do a photo feature on that truck. That's a brilliant. Well, we're it up, Carl. No, Catherine, there, Catherine, yeah. So it's a. They've been doing some. They've actually been. Slingshot have been around for many, many moons, I reckon. You'll probably even see them in previous truck of mine. So, yeah, well, that, that truck's got a shower and a toilet and everything in it. That's, that's just, how it should be. Just massive. Just massive. As I'm washing my hands in a puddle of water today, because <laughs> that's what I did, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing I to was, say about it. I wanted to save me water, so the puddle of water looked pretty clean, so I started washing my hands and got all the... Because that little cap tarp I had was red. So when it's mixed with the rain that I was standing in, I'd come out red when I got off the truck. And I'm like, oh, this is great. You know. <laughs> oh, oh, the customer's ringing me. And I can't talk to you now, mate. <laughs> I think we actually, we might have lost Mike there for a second. We'll bring him back in, eh? We'll just be a tick here. Yeah. Probably can't. Yeah, um, you got a song? No, we will have a song in a minute, but we'll just bring Mike back. You hang back. up on me, or did I just get Telstra? No, you just hung up on us, I think. But we're... I got te- I got Telstra. That's what it was. Yeah. Anyway, we got mm. you back. Shouldn't have been too much of a disruption. No, no. Well, I, I'm just disrupted. That's what. That's how I roll. <laughs> uh, we all know that. Yeah. Well, did, we I might go... did I miss anything? No, not really, not really. No. But we, we might go out a bit of a chair, but I did, I did wake oh. up to a, um, a Snapchat this morning from someone, and they had a bit of a song, and I thought I might just play this for old time's sake. Right. Um, a bit of Shania Twain. Oh, good lord! <laughs> anyway, we'll be back in a moment. Shania Twain, man, or feel like a woman, enough. Michael. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Let's go, girls. Like a woman. Hey! 
Everybody, we are back. Yogi's not. Yogi's not. He's he's done the bolt, but he will be back. He's, yeah, he's, he's had, had to talk to, to his customer about his broken window. <laughs> his customers ringing him up, going, "What the hell have you done to mm. my tractor?" Yeah. Right. Oh, the joys anyway, of carting stuff when the people can throw rocks at you. Eh? Oh, you do get that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, can be an interesting thing. Yep. All oversized stuff. Anyway. Yeah. So, boy. Not, not, not something I've done a lot of oversight. Yeah. So, yeah. earlier today, we had with a chat about Bogabilla again. Yep. And Here we go again. We had a chat the other night about it, but it seems to be a problem that's not going away. Yeah. Um, so, so I have been trying. Hang on a minute. To... Yogi's just coming back here. So, we'll just yeah. grab him. Right. Quickly, um, after he's back from his discussion about his window. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you're back. Uh, I'm back. Did I miss? Uh, no, no. We we're just. Me, we were just. No. Uh, we we're just talking about Bogabilla again, mate. So Mike was just oh. sort of telling everyone about what something. But anyway, you you've interrupted us by coming back. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. Took a little bit longer, but yeah, Bogabilla. How? If this is genuine, people are bashing truck drivers. Are you dumb? Mm. Why, why the hell would you be doing this? So, what did you right, find so, out today, Mike? Well, there's there's a story in Big Ridge today, or uh, earlier on, anyway, 
written by my mate James Graham, um, talking about uh, what's happened at. Uh, just let me. I'm just trying to actually get it up on the on the screen. I'm trying to get rid of news.com and getting some serious trucking. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, we were trying to be serious about this, but when you got news.com, it probably won't. Yeah, no. So uh, over the course of the last few uh, well weeks, there's been a, an, an increase in incidents around Bogabilla. There's been some stuff happening at Moree too. Moree, yeah. Um, there's always been rocks throwing and stuff at Moree. I've had rocks chucked at me driving through Moree. And, you know, but this is this has taken on a whole new turn. Now, Peter Dickinson is a 68-year-old truck driver who had stopped at the shell at Bogabilla. Uh, he, had time up on his, he had time up on his book, so he couldn't keep going. He yeah. pulled up for a break at the shell at, at Bogabilla in, in northern New South Wales, as he often does on his runs between Melbourne and Gainda. Um, we don't need to talk about who he works for. It's on the it's on the no. Big Rigs webpage anyway. You can go and yeah. read it there for yourself. Two thirty a.m. on Wednesday, June fourteen. He had his alarm set. He was about to you know, wake up and take off, and he found someone wearing a mask trying to break into his cab. Now Jeez. he said they tried to drag him out, and he pushed him away, and 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 made the fatal mistake of letting go of the grab while and grabbing hold of the door frame. So Mr. Dickinson slammed the door on his hand, on this bloke's hand. As you, oh, yeah, right. Great yeah. presence of mind to do that. Of yeah, course, yeah. the door, then, then he opened the door and this bloke fell down on the ground and uh, asked him to give his truck, be, truck keys back because his bloke had already opened the door and nicked his truck okay. keys, apparently. Yeah. He just came at him. So he fought to defend himself and uh, managed to subdue two of the teenagers who were trying to rob him. But then a third bloke attacked him with a golf club and hit him across the back two or three times. Now, it's not the movies, right? I mean, the golf club doesn't bend, and if you get it in the wrong place, you can actually kill someone with a golf club. Mm. Yeah, it hurts. So anyway, Dixon found himself there. Three carloads of attackers at the shell. Um, they had allegedly broken into a nearby hotel. They'd terrorised guests, stealing property and cars. Uh, Mr. Dickinson said they caught him unexpected and hit me three times across the back of the golf club. He turned around and said, who are you? And, of course, uh, his words, they shit themselves around their car because he didn't go down. Now, I don't know what Mr. Dixon, Dickinson's history is, but at 68, if he can fight off a few teenagers, you can't be, uh, he must have some sort of experience in looking after himself. And you can't blame him for doing it. Oh. Um, the coppers rang from Maury. Uh, they rang... Uh, Cobbers at Morian who said that they weren't interested. But if you see the cars are going to ring us again, give us a ring. Morian's a hundred and something kilometres away from Bogabilla. Yeah. It's 125 k's. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So they're not going to be there in five minutes, even if the police come under lights and sirens and go flat out. Um, yeah. They're not going to be there in five minutes. Um, yeah, cool. The Queensland cops won't change the jurisdiction, will they? No. They will, they attend, they will attend traffic accidents. They'll attend traffic accidents and things. The police oh, okay. are just apparently too scared to touch them. They don't want to do anything about it. Apparently, there's some racial questions there. Now, said to the coppers that you've got to do something sooner or later, or a truck driver's going to just drop a couple. That's according to Mr. Dickinson. Now, wow. since that's happened, I've spoken to a couple of truck drivers. There's plenty of stuff going on on Facebook. People are now talking about carrying wasp spray and cattle prods. 
because you can't carry a taser to protect yourself, but you can carry a cattle prod. That's not against the law. Yeah, good one. Right, so they're talking about that. Now, my concern with this is it's going to get out of hand and someone's going to get hurt badly. Mm. Yeah. Right, now, whether it's a truck driver or whether it's one of these ewes that are... Uh, someone just texted me, perhaps you should get Linda Burney up there to offer her assistance. Um, the, the reality is for these guys, there's a camera, a safety cam between Bogabilla and Gundawindi. Now, there are guys that are stopping at Bogabilla and they're concerned that they're risking their safety to stop there because they're worried that they might get a ticket if they don't get through that camera and to the relative safety of Gundawindi in reasonable time. It, yeah. It's amazing, or well, it's actually the irony of this is that that yeah. camera at Bogabilla is called a safety cam. Yeah. 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 It's so, preventing people from continuing up the road for 10 minutes. From being unsafe. Yeah. To, yeah. to so, find a spot within a, a truck stop that's actually got a lot of trucks and a lot of people. To yeah, cameras all around. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, so there's no shell that's under windy, is there? There is a shell. No, there's a big BP there. There's an unmanned, there's an unmanned if you need shell, fuel, there's yeah, an unmanned yeah, shell site. Yeah, there's an unmanned shell there. But, yeah. So the shell, it's always interesting that there's a, you know, the shell Coles Express at Bogabilla, you know. It's yeah. the first one you see coming in, you know, whether you use it or you don't. Yeah, it's the same. The rest oh. of them are on the road. It is what it is. But yeah, well, geez, the they, copping it. Bad rap. So, so today... I've done what I could to get hold of the New, New South Wales Police Minister and I eventually got through to one of her staff, Yasmin Catlin, MP is the Minister for Police and Emergency Services, I think the title is these days. Yeah. And uh, in, an, in an effort to try and get some sort of a statement from her about the police response and the situation there. And uh, I've been assured that they will look into it and they will talk to us as soon as they can possibly be briefed on it. I think uh, to expect a comment, I only started chasing this up today, so to, to try and get a comment out of them today, it's probably a little bit unreasonable. Yeah. She's yeah. got to go and be briefed by the police and we've got to find out what's going going on there. Everything that I've just said to you, I've put into, a, into an email to, to the minister's uh, media team and hopefully we'll have some sort of an answer about it in the in the near future. I've also expressed my concern for the safety of the drivers and, of course, the individuals who are committing the crimes. Now, the reality for us is that if we break the law and go under that camera, we will be caught, we will be fined, we will be in trouble. It may cost points. If, it's a, yep. if, you've, if you've gone over and it's deemed to be a critical breach, um, I would expect that if you were to take that matter to court, in the circumstances that exist right now, um, if if there's justice in the system, uh, you should not even uh, even have to front the court because, in my opinion, no crime has been committed. You've done what you've done in an effort to maintain your own personal safety. Mm -hmm. There are a number of issues around this with respect to our occupational health and safety, with respect to the chain of responsibility. The fact is that our employers should be guaranteeing our safety, our uh, police departments and our politicians should be doing what they can to uh, guarantee our safety. And if that doesn't happen, um, then we've really got to ask questions about whether 
we're being best served. Now, you can't blame the minister for this. You certainly can't blame the police commissioner for it. We have to have a look at what's going on with the policing levels at Bogabilla. This is a question that I have asked, and I won't stop asking until I get an answer to bring to you. I've offered the minister time on the show next Wednesday or next Saturday, and I've offered them time for an interview on the podcast pre-recorded. If any of those things happen, you'll be the first to know. Well, I think, you know, one of the things NHVR and the TMR, because you got to remember they're the ones that are operating over the border at the minute, is that they immediately bring some kind of embargo on on a small thing to get to, like Gundo Indy or somewhere like that. You know, if they don't, I think they're being very complacent in what they do and they're putting yeah. putting lives at risk. Yeah. No, well, I, I just I just hope that there's nothing bad happens in in the meantime. I mean, we've had drivers talking now about what they can do to try and protect themselves. I mean, we we see now. Look, I never ever worried about my personal safety when I was on the road. When I'm you know, out there on the, on the road all the time, and I now I'm starting to think that this sort of thing is becoming an issue. The country that I know and love has changed. There's no doubt in my mind that that's the case, and it, I find it a very very disturbing thing that this sort of thing can go on. I always thought that there was a 24-hour police presence at Bogabilla. I don't know that that's the case now. We'll be finding out whether that is the case. Seems yeah. to me incredibly unreasonable that there's not that sort of a thing. Mm. There's not that sort of a thing up there to, uh, to uh, in fact, protect us or protect the people of the township of Bogabilla. You drive through there, the place is like a war zone. There's houses burned down. There's bars and stuff all over the place on the windows. God knows what happens at the Wobbly Boot these days. But, you know, you've got to just ask questions about where our, our uh, policing efforts are going. Seems to me there's always enough resources to protect stupid things like protesters and things like that, but there aren't enough resources to protect people that are going about their lives and their daily business. Mm. That may be a little bit cynical, that point of view, but it's one I firmly hold to be true. Well, we deserve to be treated properly. Well, Mike, I think there's plenty of us that have been on the highway long enough, and whether you're a truck driver, car driver, caravaner, that we've all been through Bogabilla, and I, I've seen anywhere of up to like eight or nine police cars on that corner where the police station is. Yes. So... If if they say that this is a resource problem, you know, it's not really a resource problem. It's just misdirected because if those same police cars were to go and sit down at the shell or patrol around the area all day instead of waiting for a truck to turn up there, um, I think the solution, there might be a solution to the problem. Well, the uh, the simple fact is we have a situation where you have drivers as I've said, who are saying that they're risking their personal safety to stop, to comply with their rest breaks, mm. simply because they're scared to go through the camera, because it's not if you get a fine for doing it, you will get a fine for doing it, mm. and there seems to be no defence. So to me, uh, I'm not saying that someone should do it, but of course they'll say, well, if you know that's going to be the case, then you should stop at Moree. 
you should stop at, you know, you should stop at North Star Rest Area or something like that. I have never seen, well, I haven't seen those rest areas out there for a while, but the information that I have is those rest areas that are further away from Bogabilla on the south side now are busier than they've ever been. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, but if you want to actually use toilet or facilities or maybe heaven forbid get a cool drink or a, a yeah. drink, you're, you're not <laughs> going to get North Star. Yeah. Well, and also there's no phone, there's no phone service at North Star. No. Yeah. No. So, you know, there's no phone service at North Star. Again, so, you're treated like second-class citizens for the job that we love doing. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Someone just sent me a text message and said that they didn't think that there ever been a 24-hour police presence in Bogabillite. No, I couldn't say that I'd noticed that, but, I mean, I run Brisbane for probably three or four years and yeah. I've never... Yeah, I'd never seen. I'd never seen it. Nice to run through there on a Sunday lunchtime, though. You know, yeah. well, I'll tell you what, I've seen. I've seen highway patrol cars and divvy vans and all that sort of stuff at Bogabilla before. I mean, I uh, there's a police there's a police station right there. I always thought that was a man station. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they they certainly quite happy to sit there and note down people's registration numbers and that sort of thing, mm. um, as it used to happen back in the day. The, the thing that I've said that really, uh, and I've got to get back to it, really, really does concern me. If you've got guys who are willing to have things in their cab to protect themselves in case things like this happen, yeah. um, the, the potential for someone to be seriously injured or in fact lose their life and then all the complications, that, and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I really wouldn't. I, don't, I mean, you don't wish it on, on anyone. Uh, there would be people there that'd be sitting there and they'd be yelling at the windscreen. Now you're going, yeah, Mick, what about these bastards that are doing this? And if some truck driver hurts one of them, well, tough kick, you, you know, do the crime. That's what happens. And I can understand that that frame of mind, and to a certain extent, I share it. But at the end of the day, the bloke that does that is going to have to answer questions for it, and yeah. it's never pleasant, never pleasant mm. when that happens for anyone. And, you know, what, what would happen then? I mean, just think it through. Just logic it through. Just say for the hell of it, some truck driver did get out and smack one of these blokes, punch him in the face or something. They fell down, cracked their head on the ground and, you know, died because of the, the head injury from cracking oh, the head on the ground. What's going to happen uh, then? What is going to happen then? I, I picked up a bloke, uh, Kaiguna, and his car was broken down and he was five k's out of Kaiguna. I picked him up and he was an older bloke. Yeah, uh, I took him into Corrigan where he could make a phone call, and he 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 got out of the truck backwards, out of like, out of the purple nine hundred, so it's not a big step, and he missed yep. the bottom step. Now he fell backwards and hit his head. Now there yep. was blood and everywhere. It was just ridiculous. And I had to I had my young bloke and his mate, two ten year olds in the truck, and what the the head injury that he got mm. from just falling backwards. Yeah. You can imagine if it was under duress, if someone mm. actually pushed you back or mm. kicked you back or did something, mm. you could quite easily break your skull open. Like, it just hit the back, and it just was bleeding out. Like, the clothes well, was coming out everywhere. We're, we're, just, we're, just, we're just bag full. We're just bags of water, mate. We're very easy to kill. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And you just, uh, you know, but what are these people? What I mean, what goes through their heads? I, I carry, you know, and I'm in a parking bay out from Border. I've probably got 50 bucks on 
Yep. Mm. It's tucked in, tucked in the back of my wallet when I want to sneak down the pub and Amanda doesn't know about it. I won't put it on the credit card. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what these people are going to be in trucks these days. Yeah. Like, well, you're not, yeah, and, and, if you, and if you want to pinch a truck, like, go and deliver it for me at Perth, will you? Like, don't, don't just trash it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're going to, what a value it is to you. Mm. I don't know yeah. if they... Um, or thieves or robbers or whatever they are actually know how to drive an 18-speed road range with a jet. I don't think they want to pinch your truck. Uh, I think they want your credit cards. They want your they want your phone. Game. They want your wallet uh, with the cash in it. Yeah, right. But is, well, it, you know, is it that they might? Okay. You know, this this can come down to the point where it, it that, that might be becoming a bit of a blood sport. And if that's the case, well, there's that's, that too. That's um, quite oh. disturbing. That well, there's that. There's We're that too. going to a bad place. Mm. Well, I mean, gangs of kids have always been an issue. Always been an issue. That's, yeah. It's not a recent occurrence. You get a gang of kids together, uh, teenage boys together, teenage girls or boys, whatever they are. Yeah. And it doesn't even doesn't matter what colour they are. Doesn't matter where they come from or they yeah, get, what nationality, or what they're against. You get any. You know, they get a, together. They get a. They get a, they get a bit of. Get a bit of Dutch courage in them, and they're yeah. ten foot tall and bulletproof. Yeah, and you know I don't care how good you are, um, you're not going to be able to fight off three or four of them. It's just not going to happen. You are going to no. get you are when it's not the movies. You know you're not Keanu Reeves, you're not John Wick, you're not you know you're not bloody uh, uh, bloody Cruise, you're not Arnold Schwarzenegger. What you are is is someone who doesn't deal with this sort of stuff all the time and you're in a situation where uh, you don't know how, what's going to happen and you, you don't know your very, own very hurt very quickly, mate. Yeah, you don't know your own physical strength if you're pushed to a point. Especially if you're woken up from your sleep, you don't quite know what what your actual mm. limitations are well, that, or your capabilities are. It's not even that, though, Yogi. The fact of the matter is is that you can find yourself up to your neck and over your head in a situation before you've had a chance to assess what's going on. Yeah. And by then, it's too late. One of these young bucks has stuffed a knife in your guts yeah. or you're, you're down on the ground, they're kicking the crap out of you and they don't care what, what they're kicking. Yeah. You know, and, and you can't... I mean, you can talk very well to say, oh, I'll just start the truck and drive away. Well, sometimes yeah. your truck runs out of air. <laughs> so yeah. you, 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 they're going to stand there quietly while your truck builds up air, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wait. No, what happens if they start smashing your windscreen with buddy with with bricks and shit like that? What are you going to do? Who sits mm. in there and cops that? And of course, if you've got a if you've got a binder bar or something down beside the seat, that's a weapon. Yeah, what happens when the NHVR pull you up and there's a bloody binder bar sitting beside your seat? Mm. What happens then? What happens if you've got a knife in the cab? I've got a leatherman beside the seat. Yeah, well, I mean, all these things can regard be regarded as weapons. The fact of the matter is the law is not geared towards us defending ourselves because we don't expect people to be attacking us. Yeah, we don't expect it anyway, whether, you, whether you're in a truck or whether you've just gone to a motel no, to sleep for the night. I mean, there are, as it said, as that story on uh, Big Rig says, there were people supposedly terrorised in their motel rooms. 
Mm. There's supposedly a camper with a couple of old people in it, or nomads in it, who got dragged out and got their windows smacked, windscreen smacked. Yeah. I mean, the sheer the, the sheer audacity of these people that are doing this is just ridiculous. And they run off into the night, and the best the police from Moree can say is, well, if you see the cars, give us a call back. Mm-hmm. What yeah. are you going to do? They've got an hour and a quarter to get away. <laughs> I mean, it- give me strength. Yeah, well, I gotta say that. Right, I will phone in. Of... Phone in if you you've had this. Give us the ring. What, yeah. What's the number there, gentlemen? I've got a ring in front of. Yeah. Well, yeah. we might might go to go to tune. Phone the in. soapbox away now. Yeah, right. Eh? Phone in. Phone in if you've got if you've got a story of it. If you know about it. Yeah. Give us a ring on. Or well, you've even got an opinion about it. Eight four nine one eight two five six double three. Right, eh? we'll be back in a moment. Oh four nine one eight two five six double three. Right, eh? Bit of Sawyer Brownie, six days on the road. Uh, Jesus, okay. Rado. Are you just playing concert company? Well, I pulled out of Pittsburgh, rolling down the eastern seaboard. Got my diesel wound up and she's running like I never before. There's a speed zone ahead, but alright. I don't see a cop inside. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. I got ten four gears and a Georgie overdrive. I'm passing little white lines and my eyes are roving wide. Just past a Jimmy and a white I've been passing everything in sight Six days on the road And I'm gonna make it home tonight It really seems like a month Since I kissed my baby goodbye I could have a lot of women But I'm not like some other guy I can find one to hold me tight But I could never make believe it's right Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Is a checking on down the line. I'm a little overweight and my logs are way behind. But nothing bothers me tonight. I can dodge all the scales all right. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. My race a little old, but that don't mean she's slow. There's a flame from a stack and the smoke's going back as cold. My hometown's coming in sight. If you think I'm happy, alright. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. G'day everyone, we're back. 
Yeah. We're all still here. We're, you there, Mike? How quick was that, Tommy? I know. Yeah. What, what's your face these days on the road? Yes. And I'm going to make it. All, well, I'll be, I'll be 16 days on the road, and I'm going to make it home Thursday. Right, eh? Ten, ten forward gears in a Georgia overdrive. Is there anyone out there that actually knows what a Georgia overdrive is these no. days? Uh, that might be some kind of Nullarbor overdrive, maybe. <laughs> a Georgia overdrive wouldn't do you much good on the Nullarbor, mate, let me tell you. <laughs> the old Georgia overdrive, Angel Gear, we used to call it, mate. We used to just sort of slip it out of top cog, keep the RPMs on about 2,000 and just let it roll off the cement at North Gundy there. There we go. Heading towards, uh, heading down towards, sorry, Jubion. We just let it roll off the cement and away you go. I, I went down steps and stairs the other day and somebody's mm. gone into the middle at steps and stairs. You're joking. Yeah. I no hope not, not northbound, I hope. No, southbound. <laughs> southbound down steps, water rides. That would have been. Holy snapping mm. gear. Mm. <laughs> and holy it was snapping duck bottoms. Well, this is what they would have been because it, it, like, it, it's come off the top of halfway down steps and stairs. They've gone into the middle and, uh, and it looked like, well, one side of the truck had locked up. Yeah. Black skin mark going into the bush, so one side had locked up. And one black skin mark like going into the bush, and one brown skin mark in the underpants. Oh <laughs> my! And it looked, it actually looked like they went around their big bloody white guns in there. I don't know, but yeah. boy, the living days that would have been a right and a half. Watching off there and heading through them big, big trees in the middle of steps and stairs. Like yeah, it's a fair drop in the middle of there. It's not halfway mm. down that that little pit. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was something I didn't notice the other day when I was southbound on the concrete jungle. Did you have enough clearance lights, though? You don't have a lot of lights on that truck. Yeah, I had enough weight on, though. Did you? That's what I had enough. I had enough weight. Uh, I've got my lights on the tank, so it looked like a bit of a big truck. You've got one missing, though, I noticed when I was walking up to it the other day. I, I noticed that there was one sort of yeah. There. Did you have a close encounter with something, did you? Yeah, my foot. Your foot? Yeah, my foot. <laughs> For years I've been standing on that clearance spot thinking one of these days it'll break, one of these days it'll break. Yep, one day I broke it. Like, literally yeah. last week or the week before it was. So, yeah. so I took it off completely because you can't get knocked off if it's not there. No. Looks a little bit odd now though, mate. Oh, oh, and Andrew pointed that out to me every day we travelled across Australia together. Yeah, well, and so he should too, because that would do my head in that would. Well, because why I'm a caddy hour truck and trailer. Again, if Amanda asks, put some money in the bank. I'm going with that truck. Can't so, spend so some money. <laughs> I that would do my head in that. I'll openly admit, ladies and gentlemen, on the road radio, I am not, I hate, no, I don't like, hate if that's a powerful word. I just don't wires. I do not understand wiring. Yeah, well, that's all right. I, I don't understand lots of things. Wiring is one of them. So I don't. I don't even. I, look, I'll go. I, someone sent me a meme there, me changing headlights, and you know, I look, babe, I'm a mechanic now. I sent that to my auto lecky. He, he bloody thought it was the funniest thing he's ever seen. Yeah. Me changing headlock. I look at me, babe. I'm a mechanic now. I can do stuff. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, he thought it was hilarious. And he's always paying me out. Then what are you going to do on the road when something breaks down? I don't know. I'm going to ring you. It's, it's <laughs> not working. 
You know, <laughs> when it comes to whys, I just don't understand why. Have you ever let the smoke out of a UHF or something? No, I haven't. No, because I've got a really good auto electric. That's my problem yeah. too. With Blythe Auto Electrics and Amy, great. I, I just I go down there off on the social side of things and park right. the truck in his yard and let him fix my clearance box. Yeah, well, I let the smoke out of a UHF once. It's bad. They don't work when you let the smoke out of them. Mm. I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah, got, to, yeah. got to keep the smoke inside so the smoke canister. <laughs> so you wired it up wrong, Mike. Is that what you're saying? I did, did, I did a little bit, yeah, and it, and it went and made mm. a weird noise and the smoke came out. I've done that, oh. but only because I had, I had two red wires to pick from that were in, <laughs> in the old UHF. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but uh, switch the red wires around. Did you? Yeah. yeah. When, um, when, when I bought this truck, it had a massive big fuse holder on the firewall. Yeah. It was like a, like a 1990 amp, you know, and it was like, oh, one of these days, we must check that out and see what it actually does. Turns out, yeah, that was the wiring to the motor. Right, eh? broke one day and shut me down, going down a hill at 3 o'clock in the morning and went, you know yeah. what, we're going to fall off. And it just shut me down. But the truck went, we're going to stop. So that turned out to be important. And then the auto electric had to come out and fix it. And I go, oh, well, I was respectful. I waited till about 7 o'clock. I went back to bed for a couple of hours. I was yeah. right up was out there. And I went back to bed and I, and I waited till 7 and got him out of bed. Come out and fix it. All done. I, I can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. Big, big glass bulb sort of fuse holder things. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. anyway, like the yeah. kids have to run their doof doof bloody. Yeah, well, that's what, it, that's what they thought. That's what the auto electric thought it was. Yeah. Well, Duff Duff, Duff, Duff music caused it. Yeah, running Duff Duff music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was. It was. It was actually for the motor. And have you seen the Avis playlist, have you, Craig? Mm-hmm. Oh, you realise yeah, we've, we've had more complaints about Yogi's playlist. Yogi's even had complaints about Yogi's playlist. I know, a good mate just... of mine goes, I don't mind the music, but when they're playing that after 10 crap, I don't like it. That's my, <laughs> that's my playlist. <laughs> It's a good mate of mine, too, and I just let it go. Going, oh, yeah, we've got some pretty interesting stuff at that point. <laughs> oh, that's my playlist. <laughs> I, I actually, Yogi was going for that, and he's saying, you're not playing any of my music. And I said, yes, I am. And I told him when it was being played. Right? Oh, no. <laughs> and I, you know, I can adjust the time clock and go on. So we can adjust the time clock. And so because it was, it was going to be on, like, at 7 o'clock, uh, when there was a three-hour time difference between us and those lunatics in Western Australia. And I said, there you go. It starts at 7 o'clock your time, dude, which is 10 o'clock our time. Because let's face it, if, if, if you wanted to drive like your raccoon on meth or something like that, you can listen to it. <laughs> raccoon on meth. I am not a raccoon on meth. And you I can listen to Yogi's playlist, right? No. And you'd be perfectly happy with it. No, my playlist. Look, my playlist has got Elvis and it's got Rage Against the Machine and Rage. Yeah, and, and you can and be something. somewhere in the middle, right? Death is death monkeys and all. What is it? Death monkeys. Ar- no, Arctic monkeys. Arctic monkeys. That's right. Yeah, Arctic monkeys are good. Don't, don't, don't shoot. Don't knock the Arctic monkeys. What is the crime? Don't sit down because I've moved your chair with one of their classic songs. Just play that, big guy. Play that. Don't sit down because I've moved your chair. Oh, I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> spell spell that for me. 
No. Just 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 put a put Arctic monkeys. It's in there, I swear it's in there. I haven't deleted any of it, I've just moved I've just it. weighted it. I've weighted it so heavily that it will never be played. Mm. Oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Sounds like, like you've been you actually You've been edited, Yogi. Boy, the editor. Find Felix the house cat is what you should find. Find Felix the house cat. Felix the house cat is what you should find on my playlist. What is it? Felix the house cat. No, not the. Felix the house cat. Mm. And if you play that, I'm going to go. I'm going to turn my bloody phone off and go up inside and just watch TV because it's just crap. Oh, I can't play Not it now. We're, we're in a different program now. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's mm. the Saturday Night Live program? No, no. That's we're right? in we're in a different different software at the minute. So I'd love to play it, Yagi, but I just can't. Oh no, guy, live. Sadly, it's, it's only it's bringing up nice. stuff that I like. <laughs> If I if I could do something about it, I would, but I just can't. Yeah, that that's a lie. I start calling you Pinocchio if you keep that up. Not about that. I know your wooden nose will knock over your glass and ice. I can like, <laughs> rattle that ice. You mean? Oh, you haven't heard it tonight. Terrible. We heard it before while we're on. Yeah, we were off air. Yeah, but not while we're on air. Apparently upsets the kiddies or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that it does. No. I, look, frankly, I don't really care. But anyway, <laughs> try to try to reduce as much as we can. Isn't this the best bit? Because we can we can do within reason and within the law. Mm. We can do pretty much. We can talk about what we like. We can do what we like. We can have the show that we like. Mm. And people can say no, and I say fine. You can say no, just don't listen. Yeah. Um, well, it's only heavily discoloured tea. That's all it is. Mike, she's not driving our truck if you're going to throw it in the angel gear and hold a flat. Yeah, hold a <laughs> flat. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Oh, the greater motor would be no good for it. Did you I'm say sure, you wouldn't or you I'm didn't? Sure. No, I wouldn't. Right. <laughs> I haven't had a, I haven't had the opportunity yet, but I'll tell you what, one day I might, and and I wouldn't do it. Mm. You don't need to do it because the more you, the more you make one of those yellow motors work, make the more they love it. Mm. I know the more you can put on it. Oh, they you get in a road change on these well, cases. Pretty good, actually. Well, yeah. We do. They're called A doubles. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're everywhere now. They're just they're uh, running they everywhere. Pointed that out to me today. The fox yeah. pointed that out to me today. What, that it's near an A double on a road train? It's an A double. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah. Playing with wires. No, playing with wires. You're not allowed to play with wires, Mike. That's, we'll just leave that to the auto electric. Oh, I won't play with wires. I don't, I, like, I'm, I'm smart enough to know what I don't know. Uh, but I've, I've, had, I've had this rule now. I've had this rule now that if I don't know about it, I don't play with it. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Aren't you now the editor of Truck and Life magazine? That's right. No, he knows what he's doing there. No oh, dramas there. Thank God for that. that. That's fine. No dramas at all. That's fine. Right. That's fine. 
Speaking of speaking of the uh, of the magazine, we've 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 sort of hit deadline date. No. And yeah, uh, can everyone that said they're going to do something do it? Mm. Yeah, that's right. You've, you've got you've still got three weeks apparently, according to Mike. You, no, you don't. Oh. You don't. <laughs> yes, you're going to We're going to wind him up here, Yogi. No, no, you don't, no, no. You don't hey, actually. Hey, hey, tech on. Shiver up, mate. Shiver up. Shiver up. Oh no. Shiver up. Shiver up. August the fifth, we're going to have a, a a beautifully printed, beautifully presented return issue of Truck and Life. People should get their subscription now. They should you know yep. do whatever they want to do. We're going to have some. Once we're finished, I'm hoping that I've had enough. I'm getting enough printed. Um, we've got a, we've actually got a little bit of a bet on between the three of us of how many will actually sell up at at casino. Mm. But uh, they, I've had several, several phone calls from people saying, well, I've got my subscription in, where's my magazine? Well, the magazine is still on my computer and our designer's computer because I'm not stupid enough to have it all stored in the one place. And we, are, we haven't got the magazine printed yet. The subscriptions are going to become active on the 5th of August. That's when they become mm. active. The next magazine will be out in November. Now, we're talking about November. November's a very, very busy month. We've got very Alban Convoy. We've got the Illawarra Convoy. We've got the Dane Ballinger Show. We've got the Brisbane Convoy. I think we've got another truck show somewhere Castle else. Castle well. Maine. Castle Maine. Um, so there are going to be a few opportunities for people around the country to get their hands on a copy um, if they, if they don't, don't get it at uh, Casino, but obviously the best way to get it is to subscribe and have it delivered to your door. I've had an inquiry from America about getting a subscription. Oh. I've, we've got subscriptions from New Zealand now apparently as well. We've had quite um, a few subscribe from the across the ditch. The, across the ditch. Hmm. And uh, I believe I was having a chat with uh, my good mate, Mr. Mr. McCoy from New Zealand Trucking Magazine, and he's saying that he might put in an appearance at Casino for the launch. We might have to might have to deal with him mangling a few vowels or something. Mm. I think he's going to come over and take a picture and pick up a few's first copy in person. Well, that'd be great. That'd be great. That would actually be great. Get on New Zealand Trucking Magazine. Mm. Yeah, Dave McCoy. So, so, you know, yeah, so everyone that's not aware, we'll actually we'll be at casino broadcasting. We, we actually drove around our drove around our spot there again today. Yagi, me and Blondie went and had a look again and oh, got the tape yeah, measure no. out. We're measuring them in space, you know. Yeah. Our, our spot is it now? Is it? Oh, sorry about that, mate. It is our uh, spot. It becomes a package deal now, does it? So, that's yeah. that's what happens in those situations, Yagi. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> That's my bloody spot. You like Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, what was? Was, yeah. Was. Correction, correction. Ow. Correction. Ow. Yeah, ow. Yeah, righto, righto. So, the, the, at least, we've right got three rig, of, three rig of the month posters. Now, as far as I'm aware, at least two of those trucks are going to be there at the show. There's also going to be another truck there that's a featured truck in the show, as far as I'm aware. And the model in the model section that we've featured in the model section is going to be there. And Yogi, that's a nine, mate. It's nine, a nine, 
Oh, tell you what, you model of a nine oh nine, I think it is. You got a lot of bags, a lot of cats there, Mike, that you seem to be playing with at the minute. I've been hurting, I've been hurting cats for, I've been hurting cats for some time now. Hey Yogi, he wonders why we don't tell him things. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, blah 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 blah, Michael. Blah blah. I was very, very. I was. I'm not. No, I'm just telling people. Reckon we're not saying giving any indication of what's in the magazine. We can't go and open it up the news agent. There we go. I'm not telling you the stories. I'm not telling you who they are. I'm just giving you some clues. And of course, I have seen three of the funniest Bloomfield cartoons I've seen in a long time. Ah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. and, uh, and and Yogi and I were sitting there looking at them only the other day, and we were chuckling. Now, you know, Diesel's back. Diesel Dog is back, and I'm so proud to be able to say that. And uh, even my old mate Bob McMillan's going to write the speaking. He's written the speaking out column. That's back. Her side of the load's back. Um, we've got Chuck an industry. Chuck and Toons is back. Mm. We've got, uh, you know, we've got cartoons. Uh, like cartoons. cartoons. We've got uh, we've got a kids section, truck and young, with puzzles and that for the kids. What is it? How to draw a freight liner? There's a, there's yeah. a thing in there. To how about to draw a drive, <laughs> how to draw a how to draw a real truck and I know. And and of course we've got a colouring competition. There's a colouring competition. The kids, they can get the, they can like photocopy the page because I'm sure Dad won't be happy if you go colouring <laughs> truck and lot. Yeah, I know. But, We've got to sort that out. But you've got to photocopy the page and then colour in my so truck. Thanks to Sullivan. Yeah, and you can win yourself a custom T-shirt. Custom and, T-shirt, yeah. Yeah, custom T-shirt for the best colour. And that, that, that'll be, like, in the November issue, that'll come out. And hopefully by then we'll have... We've picked the three rigs of the month for this time because there were no entries. We've just decided arbitrarily that these are three really cool trucks. And we've yeah, three in. trucks that we like. Yeah, three trucks that we like that we think are really cool. And they've got and, good stories behind them. And yeah, like and absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Working, truck. working trucks. Mm. That's the rules. Yeah. So if you've got... If oh. you, you know, if well, uh, yeah, they can work. <laughs> as long as they're doing something, you know. Like be, yeah. If you want to put your truck in, then it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah. We, we pick working trucks. We, we do pick working trucks. And, you know, there's, there's going to be... You know, there's, it's not going to just be another 90 magazine. We're not going to do that. And... and uh, I'm actually on the hunt for a, a nice looking Euro truck. If there's someone got one out there, I'd love to photograph that. I saw a photo. I, I, saw, I saw. I saw. I saw. Yeah, top line. There's another one though. Yeah. Um, I've seen apart from the one you were talking about. There's uh, there's another one kicking around there that I'm, I'm more interested in. And of course, the photographers that we've got working with us now and are going to be producing stuff for us are incredibly talented. Some of them have got long histories, like Peter Slink, who used to take photographs for yep. the old truck and life. He's a professional photographer, a truck photographer. Yep. Um, with some of the some of the photos that he sent me, absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible. And of course, people like Diesel Fumes and and uh, you know we won't go into 
name of names, of course, Carl and oh, Carl Black and Lindy, Lindy Anderson, Lindy. Like, Carl Black from Black, Black Thunder Photography. Yeah. Carl has been, me, me and Carl, I, I meant to come back to your ring tomorrow. It is what it is. It's my fault, Carl, because I was talking to him when he was going to ring you up and I yeah. distracted him. <laughs> yeah, I'll <laughs> take responsibility for that one. That's on me. Talk yeah. to D. D, old mate D down in Ararat sent me some really nice pictures as well. Yeah. And, you know, I want to talk about there's a lot of guys out there that are taking nice pictures of trucks, working trucks. So, you know, I'm hoping to do a few features on that down the track as well. But anyone that's got anything that they'd like us to talk about, just drop us a line or give us a call. Go to the webpage. The contact details are all there, truckandlife.net.au, and just send me your story ideas. You know, driver profiles and things like that. If you want to do a roadhouse review, um, let me know. I'll shout your food at a roadhouse so you can write us a roadhouse review. Take a few pictures. Mm. You know, it, it, you know, it, it, it's easy. It is so easy, and it's all stuff people want to know about. It really is. Um, yeah, there you are. It's very, 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 very easy to to uh, participate if you want to, and we want that participation. We want real trucks. Real drivers, real dust, real photographs, um, and guys doing the work, the truck and life. That's what it's about. Anyway, you know, that's enough of an ad for that, isn't it? Well, I think so. We pushed our own barrow. Blatant self-promotion there, Yogi. Uh, blatant. Oh, blatant self-promotion there, you know. Well, that's what we're here for. We give everyone else a bit of a plug someday, so why not? Yeah, why not well, give, our own a, give our own a plug. You know, now, but... but if you, you, what you have to do is you got to go to truckandlife.net.au yep. yep. and subscribe. That's what you got to do. Yep, and we'll get yep. you your magazine, and you'll be excited when you get it. Yep, and we've got we've got some exclusive merch that's going to be coming. Obviously, all the stuff's going to be available on the web page. The reason why the web page hasn't changed is because we a we haven't had time to do it, and b because there's nothing to put on there yet. Mm. Um, just the subscription now. I, we're, we're having talks about what we're going to do on the web page. We're, we're, we're having talks about uh, whether we're going to put any stuff up there um, in, uh, in a, the electronic form. We, we don't know how we're going to do that. Uh, and we don't even know. You know we, the reality of it is it's, it's costing us money to produce this magazine and we're not going to fill it up with advertising and things like that because that's what the readers have said. They don't want millions of millions and millions of bloody ads and I don't want to see it either. I want to spend more time talking about trucks and trucking and I, want, I don't want to be looking at ads from everyone. But at the same time, we have to have a few. Mm. And, you know, if we were to put something up on the internet, it'd probably have to be behind a paywall. And I, and I don't know if we want to do that. We've got to talk about it some more. Certainly, we'll get plenty of feedback. We'll look at it after the casino. We'll have a talk about it. We'll make our mind up. It all depends on what people tell us that they want. There'll be uh, there'll be a lot more meeting. available for people to look at after casino truck show. Yeah, at, yeah. So at, don't at this yeah. point, there are a few things, few ideas, and a few things that are that are coming. Yeah. As we say, to print, but you know, mm. the casino truck show for us is the launch of our new. Trucking Life magazine, and yeah. and with that will be the launch of a few other things as well. So yeah, yeah, I'm so, sorry, guys, but you just have to watch the space. 
because yeah, we all you know we all know how good trucking life was, and we've all told us what you want from trucking life. We are trying to bring it back to where it was pretty cool and what it was. So, and to those guys out there saying, "Well, those guys out there saying, why haven't you come back as a monthly?" I would love to, but we don't have a staff of thirty. Yeah, come on, um, we've got to get so. You know, if you want to want to write a check for a couple of hundred thousand dollars and become an equal partner, uh, um, you want to write stories in it? Do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go monthly. We'll go monthly. If so, as long as we can, as long as we can work out how we're going to pay the printer, that's the issue. Because <laughs> unfortunately, uh, they're like mechanics; they won't work for nothing. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Just terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> funny stories, right? I suppose I was supposed to be finding a funny story. You, you know, you know that I have been, I've been sort of looking around. I can find, I, look, I can find plenty of stories that we really probably. No, hang on. You said about. you had one already. You can't go. I did, but I read through this. I, I, no, I read through the story and I got about two thirds of the way through it, and I thought, gee, we can't talk about this oh, on the radio. Funny story. I got one here. I got one ready in the chamber. From trucker, in, from trucker in Casino. What right. is that something you are listening to? <laughs> he, must have, he must have Googled Felix the House Cat Silver yeah. Screen. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's just crap. <laughs> it is just crap. I've wondered. Coming out of the bush in the morning, trucker. You'll love it, mate. You'll love it. It'll get you cranking. Silver Screen. Feeling <laughs> the house can silver screen. You will love it, bud. You will love It'll it. It'll get you cracking. It will. You'll be just sailing out of the scrap like you're 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Now, I've got another piece of news. I, I got an email last night from a crowd that does internet podcast ratings. Mm-hmm. Oh. And. <laughs> Someone's going, who is this? Um, hang on for a second. We've got a call coming in here. I don't know who it is. Well, try it. We're going to take it. So if you're there, you're offline, but you're about to be online, so don't swear, please. Yeah. Who have we got there? Nick Nolan here, mate. How you going? Good. That's the way you are, mate. Good, thanks, Mike. Yeah, I've been... Look at Mike a few emails hoping to um contribute possibly to the to the magazine. Um yeah, so yeah. so I rang sort of rang up and say good day and, and enjoy your guys' radio show. And Yogi, I I also enjoy the Arctic monkeys too, mate, so I'm big. Him up, right well, that's it. That, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Done. Good on you, Mick. They go around for a bunch of pommies, so you can find a bit of that. No, they are pretty good. You boys don't understand fine music, I reckon. You're from the side. Anyway, leave us alone. That's a bit rough, Yogi. Nah. Rough like you're listening. So <laughs> the thing is, is 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 always still airing. Yeah, there, Mick. Yeah, mate. I'm no, I'm here. Here. Are you on hands free? Yeah. Are you, Mick? Uh, I'm, on, I'm on hands free Bluetooth. Yeah. All oh, right. Are you driving? 
I am Charlie Jordan. All oh, right, so it'll be a bit harder yeah, sure. to you then to pick up your phone. <laughs> yeah, don't. Ah, yeah. No, don't. You want me to do? Don't. Don't. Pick Where up are you? Where are you, mate? What are you doing? Um, we'll stand out of Melbourne this afternoon. I should be a lot further up the road, but you know when bridge motors leak their uh, their gas, it's it's no good to keep uh, frozen stuff cold. So I had to get that sorted out and um, just that yeah. Glen Rowan. Oh, not Glen Rowan, mate. Don't go wrong. Don't roll it off the bloody hill there, dude, because you get into trouble. Revenue. Revenue. No, mate. Yeah, so the mob I'm with, yeah, they're pretty toey on uh, going over speed and that sort of thing. So, yeah, all under control. We'll do we'll do the right thing <laughs> for the best of our abilities. So. What do you want to see from truck and life, bud? What do you? What's your thoughts on truck and life? What do you? What do you want to see? Well, I listen to them like you guys. Um, just stories from from truck drivers out there from around the country. You know, talking about you know what they're doing and and how how they've been doing it. So, and just you know, keeping things simple and and honest and. And um, just hearing, hearing good stories from people. Yeah, good one, buddy. Well, that's, that's, that's where we're trying to go, you know. Like, we, I mean, we, we walked around the Brisbane Truck Show and there's a lot of, you know, we're in the media tour and there was a lot of talk about hydrogen vehicles and electric vehicles and, you know, and all points in between. But I really wanted to do a story on the whole, mate, the arm model Mac that was cutting rock out from underneath the convention centre. You know, that's kind of what I was every time I, I walked past him every morning and I've seen him waiting there to line up. I'm thinking, that's a pretty cool truck and a pretty cool bike, you know? Like, yeah. I don't want to do stories like that. So, so we'll cover we'll cover as much as we can do. We'll encompass everything that's trucking, uh, you know, from from buses to trucks to cars to taxi trucks to the whole lot. Uh, big and small, we love them all here at Trucking Life. So we'll see. We'll see what we can get done, bud. But, yeah, we're, we're on a... We're on a bit of a shoestring budget, but we're going to give it a crack. There's no doubt. We've got the printer sorted and the magazine's looking pretty sharp, I must say. So, yeah. yeah, nice. So, it all sounds good. Um, you take... Sorry, Mike. I was, going to say, you take... I was going to say, you take some pictures on that, don't you, Mick? I do, mate. I'm a, I'm a truck driver based in Brisbane, and we usually do around just over 6,000 Ks uh, within, you know, a seven-day period. So... We um, you know, have a bit of a passion for photography, so and being a truck, you sort of tend to point it at the truck. So, along with other trucks that I see here and there, so I had, I had a bit of a lesson on photography during the week, man. And I must say, I thought I was pretty cool with my iPhone taking <laughs> photos. Turns out. I am useless and I've got no idea. So what <laughs> yeah. I've learned what, now, what I've learned now, I've I've learned, I've learned, I've learned. What's them what's them things called Mick we, we, or, or Michael Mick or both is on, on the the shutter things and the dots per square and well and I've learned if you're a photographer and you're gonna send us truck and life pictures, if it doesn't heat miss that whatever that A is or M one, don't even bother. <laughs> That's what I've learned. You know, we, like, need, we need the pictures as the highest resolution possible. Yeah. So yeah, no matter how good you frame that shot, yeah. if it comes out lower than what it should be, it'll just won't even be looked at. Leave you leave leave a bit of real estate around it so we can have a bit of a crop and all the rest of it. 
Yeah. And we yeah. don't we don't want the over Botoxed pictures, you know. I don't want yes. you know, four, don't want fourteen filters over them or anything like. But some of the effects that you get, that those you 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 sent me those night shots, didn't you, mate? Didn't you, mate? Yeah, mate, I did. Yep. And I I looked at those and the way the stars. I don't know how you got that to look like that. Those like those angry skies behind that set of fridge vans and that. That was really really cool. It really was. I I, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I liked of, it a lot. Yeah, well, I've, a lot of people. Um, like it's raining and you know there's a lot of attitude going on in the sky. And if I'm travelling along, if I can, if I'm able to pull up and I can see a storm front coming. You know, I'll try and try and get a shot in. Sometimes you can't because direction of the road and storm and yeah. whatever else is going on. So you can't always. And you know, when you're 64 ton, as you fellas snuffy, you can't just pull up on the edge of the road and because you don't want to. You don't want to make a phone call saying to the boss that you bogged all the things just leaning lean over it. So, oh, be bad. Yeah, it's a bit tricky, but yeah, like yeah, the difference between a a phone and a camera just is the details and the resolution that you get through a camera is obviously um, a great deal more than, than just your average phone. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all about it's all about the dots per inch and the megapixels, isn't it, mate? Yeah, mate. And like you say, that's that's where that's the big difference between a phone shot because you can zoom in on a phone shot and. It's all, it all blows out pretty quickly, but you can blow up a, a camera photo and um, the resolution's all there in front of you, so you can, you can well, pick it out. All I, can, all I can say is that I was profoundly disappointed. I saw this photograph, and it was a cover photograph shot every day of the week, and I was just looked at it, and it's one of those photos that just blew your bloody doors off when you're looking at it. And we blew it up to try and put it on the cover, and the bloody thing wasn't anywhere near big enough. And I was absolutely gutted. We couldn't use this shot, and it was all because, of, unfortunately, it's just not in the right resolution. So, you know, all contributions gratefully received, but I can't use them if they're not good enough. Mm. You know? And then, uh, and then I, I got all keen, and I, uh, I took, a, I took a couple of lovely shots across our little trip there, and I submitted them to the editor, and the editor said, "Look." They're okay. No names, of course, here. I won't name the editor of Truck and Life, but you can get him on email at editor at truckandlife.net. Uh, no names, of course. And uh, he said they're okay. And then our graphics designer said they're actually pretty good. So, fuck it. Tell the whole truth. No, anyway, we're going to the caller. There you go. If the graphic designer is got to. Graphic design has got his thumbs up and you've got to go, be happy with that and go with that. Well, I will say this, that the graphic designer said the the actual picture quality, the number of dots per inch and the megapixels was what was good. The photographs, not so much. Yeah, but they're, yeah, you know, they're a good photo for the dirty truck. Everything was great. If you open an email and you see it, you know, this is going to be awesome. Until you've seen a dirty truck. And it was nothing really special to look at. <laughs> so, no, that's, I mean, a, a, dirty, a dirty truck's a wicked truck, mate. A dirty truck's the one that's out there making money. I know. That's it. That's it. That's it. Mm. Yeah. money maker that day. No, no, no the cell phone on a bit. 
I'm on a very, very experience in, in, in my truck and uh, life at the minute because I haven't had any rain from Brisbane up to North Queensland, down to Melbourne, and then, yeah, I'm on my way back to uh, Brisbane no, now. So. Why? Like, no, why? So, mate, in the, in the last four years I've been doing this job, I've had that happen. Well, fingers crossed, this will be the third time. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm not even yeah. any rain around Tully. Believe it or not, no, no. There's, there's a bit of dampness on the road at Charter's Towers, but that was about it. Tell you what, Bob, if you're listening... Bob, if you're listening, this place is going out of Brisbane. Would you say you're going out of Melbourne now? Yeah, mate, yeah. You go, you're going back to Brisbane or you're going back up far north again? Oh, back to Brisbane, then I'll have a couple of days off and then I'll head back north again, yeah. All right, we'll have to time it. We'll get Bob to throw some crap at you as you're driving through Cardwell. <laughs> some all right? crap. Well, that's all right. What about blokes had that happen down at Burke the other night? You've got a great big chunk taken out of the side of the fridge van. Oh, no. Yeah. Only a bloody, I think, 12-month set of trailers with a big with a big black hole in the side of it. I said, what's going on there, mate? He said, oh, we're driving through Berkeley the other night and a couple of young kids thought it'd be fun to throw rocks at me. So, yeah. Oh, man. Like well, you're saying about the fall, you know, you just, like, you know, we've all been young and reckless and a bit crazy, but not they don't see the, the results of their actions. It's, um, well, that's, yeah. that's the way I see it. That's uh, well, a little thing too. Like, you know, it's um, yeah, it's a terrible thing what's going on there. Well, I, I mean, would, would I ask you the question, mate? You're there. You're, you've got 15 minutes or 10 minutes left in your book. To get to uh, to get the gun to India, you're going to keep going and run the run the risk of getting done on the camera. Well, after what happened the other night, mate, I'll probably find a, there might be a plastic bag accidentally stuck across my bloody registration plate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now that'd be willful deception, and you'd be in trouble for that. Mm. Oh, deception. <laughs> Yeah. I'll be honest, I, I'd keep going. I yeah, would well, I well, wouldn't care about the rest. I'd I'd be happy to go to yeah. court and fight it. Um I just had a I've just had a text message from Bob McMillan. He said when you go through card we'll say good day, you'll make your coffee. There you go. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, the only, yeah, I'm usually going up there late at night. Might have to put a bit of honey whiskey in it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not tea. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that you'd get that at Bob. I know that I, I know that uh, when we were in Alice Springs, Bob did did educate me a bit on on how to have how to have a beer. That happened. Oh yeah, with a, with a good old Forex. Yeah. When I was with another another guy, I used to run up to Cairns every week, and I used to pull up at uh, Cardwell and. Take take some photos there on the beach because it's there. Yeah, as you fellas probably know, it's a beautiful part of the world. And yeah, I don't know if I'd 
probably do that. It's just, yeah, not really a swimming type of beach. <laughs> I, uh, that's me. Yeah, right. I was like, yeah, I was a Victorian bud, and I went up there. He's, he's alluding to me little story about the first time I went to North Queensland when I was a young, young interstate trucker that I thought I'd have a bit of a go. And I loaded out of Rockhampton and we made it oversized to the main street of Carball. I thought, this is a fantastic place. We pulled up winter, come out of Wangaratta. I come out of Wangaratta winter and I ended up in Carball during the winter, straight into the water. How cool is this? Yeah. Woke up in morning oversized, seen a big sign, crop swimming this estuary. Right yeah. over. Yeah. Never going back in that water again. <laughs> you know, so, nah, yeah. well, I, I grew up in the territory, so I'm, I'm pretty uh, pretty crosswise and, and know what's lurking in the waters up in that part of the world. So yeah, I, yeah. Or well, maybe they maybe they weren't chasing big big bears, but it's all good. You know, no dramas at all. No, you know, so, yeah, obviously yeah, all on a good day. It usually hangs out. <laughs> There's a bloke, there's a bloke there that doesn't get a fish and I ran the jetty there and um yeah, I was talking to him one day. He said, Oh, you can usually spot him, you know. The tourists are usually pointing cameras at him when he's about, so yeah, yeah. Said, yeah, yeah just... that's where we we jumped in off the jetty. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolute, absolute madness. I went up down there at sunrise. I always make sure I'm Chuck a handful because the sand—it's not really sand. It's more of a really fine gravel, pebbles, pebbly gravel. I always throw a couple of handfuls in the water if I, you know, got the camera close to the water and before sunrise. Because the yeah, last thing you want to do is having a reptile charging out of the water, are you? <laughs> yeah, I, I struggled being that close to the water up there. I, I remember I. Used to I used to own a unit up there at Yorkies and uh, north on the north side of Cairns, and they got a at, at the beach at Yorkies they got a like an enclosed swimming area with like nets and stuff on it and yeah uh, I went there and I was going to go and have a little bit of a dip one day because we'd been for a walk on the beach and I thought I might cool off and there's a bloody croc swimming in the enclosed uh, the swimming area. So I was cured. I never ever went, went back there again. I used to swim at the buddy in the in the pool at the back of the back of the uh, accommodation there that I own. So yeah, it's definitely the best place to be. Best place to be if you want to go swimming. To... Yeah, so, yeah. We need concrete road walls at the at the hotel. <laughs> have you been to that? Have you been to that Hartley's crocodile farm up there on the north on the north side? Have you? Oh, no, not personally, no, no. Uh, I, I went up there and I, I had a bit of a crocodile sandwich up there, so I've at least had a taste of one of them. I'm not going to let one of them have a taste of me, though. <laughs> no, I've never, I've I've never had a taste of crocodile, but um, a few other oh, things, but not crocodile. Very nice, very, very nice. Very like a trio of burgers. They had the crocodile, buffalo and something else, I think it was. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't mind the crock. I, I, I enjoyed eating the crock meat. No, Tastes like solid. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. How can you even say that? It's actually not. White meat. White meat like chicken. Yeah, yeah it's white meat like It doesn't taste like chicken, though. It tastes like crock <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. You're an idiot, Sometimes you're just an idiot. 
Righto. Takes all right, kinds. Right, you're uh-huh. on the north end, bud. Like, well, uh, yeah, all good. You're doing good. It's, uh, the Hume Highways will be quiet on a Saturday night. It's, uh, I, got, I got knocked off there one night for uh, me and Amanda. We were north end out of the Hume, and uh, the sergeant said, I don't particularly want to be out here knocking off trucks. I'd rather be down the main street knocking off hoons. And uh, anyway, he told me to fill my book out because we went to the footy. Yeah, and so he, uh, <laughs> we went to the footy and I was just trying to backdate me book a little bit to try and get the uh, Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, seven years ago, I had a similar issue at, um, yeah, ran into the Wodonga. Wodonga bloke, he, he knocked me off because I didn't have me, uh, I didn't have, the, it was a Wednesday and I didn't have the W ticked off in, in my diary. Oh. Well, that's, so, uh, that's, that's bad. And then I ended up getting a letter from him saying, uh, disregard, disregard the notice. Um, and I found another notice within the letter because he, he wrote a mistake on, on the letter. On the, on the initial notice. Oh. And, I, and I rang him and made, I didn't know back. I didn't know back and the missus is standing next to me. She's going, you can't say that. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I gave him a piece of my mind and told him what I thought of his clerical errors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having a conversation about that only today, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. We're... we're People are being being done for any of that stuff. And you realise that you actually have the right, before you hand your book over to a police officer, to, uh, to say that you want to check your uh, book before you hand it over. And until you've actually signed the page at the end of the day, um, the record, even though it suggests on there, it says on there that you should record your changes of activity, etc., as you make them, and you certainly should... Um, get yourself some legal advice because until you've signed that page, it's incomplete and therefore subject to correction. Mm. Yeah, right. Now, I'd, I'd, um, like to hear, I'd like to hear Robert Bell's opinion about that um, but because I think it's something that we've got to start taking a little bit seriously what's happening as far as the, the fines and everything go. They've got to play by the rules and there are rules. And sometimes we do not defend ourselves. But anyway, I digress. Go on, Mick. I'll shut oh, up. Kenneth, and, for, and for the record, mine was about 18 years ago when I did that. <laughs> we went to that man. Man, yeah. can tell the real story, but we've got to, got to listen on Amanda. We can't tell the real story. Yeah. <laughs> right. You ring in Amanda and tell the real story. Yeah. Same, same sort of thing. I've been knocked off for not having me, uh, the information in the front of the book with the, where you can where yeah, you check the diary sheet. Yeah. yeah. Mate, That's the the highway, pulled me up and oh, he said, Oh, you haven't got that for me. Oh, sorry, mate. He said, I'll just fill it in and I'll do this. And he's on his iPad and I'm going, He's bloody knocking me off. And I'm like, yeah. you're, And I said, Are you knocking me off? He goes, Yeah, mate. He said, oh, It's all paperless. You'll get an email. Oh, wonderful. Have a great day. <laughs> It's, uh, it's it's one of those things now, as I said, I, I've talked to uh, talked to people from NHVR and they're saying that they want to they want to educate before they knock people off. Um, I, I'm hoping that what I've been told by 
you know, the NHBR is not not all smoke and mirrors. Um, yeah, we hope not. Well, I can say what, what I've seen from the NHBR at this point is they are actually following that path. Yeah, well, so, I think some of them are. Yeah. Well, I think most, but get out, be respectful, and you'll probably find you'll be okay. Yeah. If, if you've yeah, done the I wrong agree. thing and done the wrong thing several times, you may find yourself in a bit of trouble or just a little bit of trouble or, you know, but be nice. That's... I, I, no, I do, exactly. I do worry. Go on, sorry, I'll shut up. Go on. <laughs> I, I, I find that myself. I just, well, they're people, they're just doing a job like you and I and everyone else. Be polite to them and, you know, it, it, just like a mirror, it, it, it tends to reflect, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. If you jump out yeah. and raving and asking what the bloody hell do you want, they'll, they'll soon tell you. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, you know how you get your back up if someone treats you badly. Exactly. Uh, um, so you kind of, I mean, these guys and girls love them or hate them. They're trying to do a job. You couldn't pay me enough to be a copper. You really couldn't. You'd be good at it, though, Mike. And when, oh, and when something oh. goes wrong, like at, at Bogger Villa or you're in an accident or, you know, you, who, who's, who's the first person you want to get hold of? Mm. Yeah, really yeah well, my old man was a cop. Yeah, 33 years he was in the police department for. I got a touch-up at school because my old man was the cop and he knocked off some bloke's dad or you know, some kid's dad and there was all that sort of stuff going on. But I can tell you now, seeing it from the family, uh, the police officers don't deal, they don't spend the majority of their time dealing with nice people. And so... Nice. You know, I mean, imagine we all know what it's like. We're driving around and idiots continually cut us off and continually cut us off and continually do stupid things about us. Now, fuse gets shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. Well, you've got to understand that from their point of view, they're probably, you know, you know when someone fires, jumps out of the cab and fires into them, mm. uh, it's probably not going to end well for you because, you, you know, you're just not going to win that argument. And it comes back to education, like, you know, Rod, Rod Hannity talks about it endlessly, you know, like just the education, you know, you walk in, get your licence and like you guys were saying about the um, about the pilot thing, you know, like we don't need to, and as a car driver or whatever, you don't need to do any other courses um, throughout your career or the time that you have that license. So, yeah. you know, it comes back to all that, those sort of conversations. Yeah. And, yeah. And so we're, we're you know, in Western Australia, we, we don't have any issues with the police in the truck. Mm. They're great. Like, yeah. absolute, like the police out there are... You there, there's Yogi? No, I'm there. No, <laughs> we're gone. No, I can still hear you, Yogi. Oh, right. You can still hear me, right? Yeah. We don't have an issue with the police out there, and they've got their job, and, and their job is road. You know, if, you, if your truck's done road with you, or you're speeding through town, or you're speeding out on the road, that's what their job is. It's very simple. They don't blur the lines when you work, when you come into work, diaries. And I think that's mm. the big thing that we need to address in these. If you want to you adapt the West system, you've just uh, you've got to let it go. Yeah. 
ladies and gentlemen, on the road radio. Let's well, go. there's there's yeah. a there's a there's a some sort of a weird idea that there are no rules in the Western Australia in Western Australia and Northern Territory. Yeah, and I'm here to tell you that that's just not true. In fact. If you get on the wrong side of OHS, it's damn sight worse than getting on the wrong oh, side of the coppers. Like nobody, nobody <laughs> wants OHS in your workplace or at your yeah. front kitchen table, dining suite, lounge room at all. We don't well, want a fire extinguisher on every door walking but, into. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, and I don't know if people realise this or not, but you don't even have to be. You know, if you're involved in an accident, it's not even your fault. If you're caught up in something and they believe you were a witness to it, if you if you you know do anything, the, the, the police because you're in a commercial vehicle, uh, the authorities have the power to investigate you to the nth degree. And if they go to your company and demand all the uh, GPS tracking data, and because everyone's got it these days. And they find out you've been overspeeding continuously by a few kilometres going down hills and things. It won't end well for you, and it might not have even been because of something you did. Mm. So, you know, exactly right. We've got to start thinking about um, what's happening. People don't realise they can get this data off your trailer. So all the ABS, EBS information can be downloaded. A lot of fridge yep. vans now have got GPS tracking systems in them. People don't realise that that's actually on the van. That's all right. All them, I know, yeah, all our new ones have got them. Yeah. Well, they, so, they can change the temperatures and, yeah. Yeah, yeah they can, it's all about climate control and stuff like that. Yeah, We've had them right. on containers for years around the crest of the paddock. I don't yeah, reckon it's going to be that long before when you fart in the cab, they can tell you what it smells like. <laughs> So, yeah. Smells like chicken. Smells like chicken. Tastes like chicken, must be chicken. So what's it like towing fridge vans these days there, Mick? Is it, is it a good job? Oh, mate, I've been doing it off and on for well, the last, just just on 20 years. So yeah. I, I don't have bother with it. Um, yeah, there's always always the noise factors that can be an issue at times, but I try and be considerate with other people when, when I go into parking bays and that. Um, but yeah, the mob I'm, I'm with, yeah, we're pretty flat out. We've always always been busy, always got something to do, so we're always loaded. We're very rarely, very rarely empty, so... Um, yeah, it's good, and um, yeah, as you know, wheels are turning, and everyone's smiling. Yeah, I, I've had a, I had a bit of a short go in fridge vans, but I, uh, I, I'm afraid I didn't enjoy my time going fridge vans. But yeah, just one of those yeah. things. I work with a with a smaller smaller company. That's where I started my driving career, and. Um, Learn a lot of things with them whilst I was with them, and um, yeah, and did a lot of different sort of different sort of freight. They had dual evaporators in them, so freezer out yeah. the front and chiller at the back, and yeah, you learn bits and pieces just like in any job and different sort of uh, tradecraft, I suppose. You know, you got your, got your stock freight guys, you got your General Carters and your, you know your 
I have a song with fellas and the French fellas and you know we all yeah yeah you you battle drivers and we all do things a little bit different and there's all little niches and things that you need to know obviously to um to be good at what you do so yeah I actually uh, want to go and do fridge work I've done I've done a bit I've done a fair amount of fridge work in your time but I wouldn't mind going to do it now to be honest you wouldn't yeah. mind yeah. it. I wouldn't mind. I actually wouldn't mind going to do it. I would love to put a fridge behind this big purple girl. And it's been had a fridge behind it, no doubt. She's, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's many a time this thing's had a fridge behind it. But, uh, yeah, I actually wouldn't mind doing a bit of fridge work, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, you yeah. don't want to worry about putting the buddy X bigger sleeper on the thing because you won't get any of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want, I, want, I want to do local fridge work. I just run out of cutting out of the meatworks or something in the first. That's me. Come back, would you? Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Big, no, big, 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 big trucking. Might take the bunk off this thing, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, geez, you know how to fire him up, don't you? Uh, 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 the shed, wheeling around like a bear when the man had kicked me out and I'm going to sleep in the shed because I've been on the road radio all night. So I'm mm. yeah. in the shed. Yeah, the only thing you obviously you got to remember too is that there's another another engine that you got to look after too behind there. Yeah, maintain and, and, and yeah, I think that blokes that work on them, I think they charge about five hundred bucks to open the door to look at it. I yeah. think really, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah right. Don't claim me on that, but yeah, they, they don't come. No, through. no, 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 no. <laughs> they're a specialist area and a specialist field, and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like today, but right. you know, pre pre cooling me vans and hang on, it's getting hotter, not cooler. So, yeah, it's something it's not, not quite right. right. Yeah. No, 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 no. Anyway, so, uh, Saturday, anyway. Saturday getting someone to Saturday getting someone to work on your vans. You wouldn't have come out to work on them for free, and he was probably getting paid a you know, time and a half or something for a minimum of four hours. And yeah. You know, don't start me on... Oh, don't start you on anything. Don't start. Save that for Wednesday night, Mick. Ring back on Wednesday night if you want to talk about money. You start him up. Time and a half. That'd be wonderful. That'd be wonderful. Truck drivers got paid penalty rates. Bloody hell. Oh, wow. Oh, Who said no. it? Cut him off. Don't. Bring him it's in. It's like red meat. It's like, it's like just, are you trying to bait me now? Are you? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have to go to a song. We've got we've to slow this down. Cut him off. Cut him off the Wednesday. Bit of in excess here, eh? You might remember this song from a show, but here we go, eh? No Felix the Housecat. No Felix the Sleep at the wheel again, baby You're drifting over the line, line, yeah Your hands are tied, but you're losing grip Quickly fix, make a new redesign You're coming your way to Vegas Dirty and dreaming on the other side Save your tears and laughter Because it doesn't matter what you find
in excess pretty vegas i don't know if people remember that that was from the show you know when they had that on tv show they did the in excess thing and replacing michael hutchins pretty vegas yeah i like it you know anyway yogi we can go back to some country after that i didn't say i didn't say i didn't like it no, we just never heard of it. I mean, clearly it's your radio station songs now. Like, it's all good. Yeah. Like, we're, we're okay with it. You know, we, <laughs> we just got to we just got to tolerate it, really. Yeah. Well, as far as, you know, I'd, you know, obviously I'd like to hear some something from Airborne, for example, you know? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I've got, a, I've got a request to come in, funny enough. Well, yeah. 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 And, and uh, uh, no good asking you because you don't have control of the music panel. <laughs> Girls on the billboard, please. Is oh, the request so I mean, uh, oh, texting yeah. everybody, eh? The, the girl on the billboard. <laughs> texting everybody. <laughs> you know, uh, just because you text you know, everyone, Andrew, doesn't mean you're going to get what you want. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take that one on notice yeah. for next week. Right. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. Wednesday. Maybe yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday. What are we going to do on Wednesday? I might be out in the paddock on Wednesday. I might be out of range. Wednesday. Well, you, 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 if you're if you're on Vodafone or Optus, you'll definitely be out of range. Well, we might have yeah. a special no. guest from the uh, police commissioner in New South Wales or something, Mike. Well, I've, oh, I've, I've, made the, all I've done. I've made the media. I've made the request. Um, I'll be talking to the police. I'll be emailing the police media unit on on Monday um, to try and get some sort of an answer from them. Look, obviously, obviously, they're all going to want to know. They want to going to want to dot their eyes and cross their t's, and they don't want to get on and say anything. I'm sure that they appreciate that it is an issue. I'm sure that there is a level of concern about it. I'm sure that something will be done. It's just a matter of uh, the time frame. That's all. Mm. And uh, I think that I think that uh, we've got a we've got a right to have an answer to the question. And us doing what we do have a responsibility to ask the question and keep asking it until we get a satisfactory answer. Well, I think and we that's keep, my commitment. I think we keep asking it, and I think we definitely yeah. have a right to. And I think yeah. they definitely have a responsibility to do something about it. Like, yeah, they, well, all these people running up and down the highway, whether you're in a caravan, staying in a motel room, or in a truck, yeah, we, you're, you're a taxpayer, and yeah. you deserve the police to come to your attention when needed. Yeah. It's that simple. If my house is getting broken into, I expect the police to turn up here. Yeah. 
Yeah. Not told that, oh, geez, shit, we're nowhere around here at the moment. We'll get back to it later. Yeah. And if you happen to see them again, you know. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, let us know. It's just, yeah. it's, quite frankly, it's just not good enough. Yeah, well, we've said. I think we've said all we can say about it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Go on, we'll let's, let's, let's talk about it. if we did. Imagine if we did have the police tonight, Commissioner on, or we have to be pretty serious. We can, we're becoming journalists there. Eh? Mm. Well, um, we. Well, I think we are. I'd, I'd probably just butt out for a little bit. You know, just I'd, I'd be in another league. I'd be, uh, yeah, I'd be sort of letting the boss man steer the ship there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> who's the boss man? Me and Tech Guy, yeah, you are. Tech Guy, don't press the wrong button when the police mission is on. If he's on the line, hang on to him well, you know? Well, it won't, it'll probably be someone from the minister's office. That's where I've made the nah. request. And, and let... uh, police commissioner. I've spoken to police commissioner. They're really good. Well, I spoke at a, a uh, road transport safety thing there one day, and the police commissioner yeah. for Western Australia was there. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. At the pond, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it was a, it was a really. And they, they, they said to me later on. They sent me an email. Like, can we have your notes from your from what you said? I said, I don't have any. Like, what do you mean? Well, <laughs> the most notes. of it I wrote down on the back of a napkin, standing there, going, "Well, this is crap. I'm going to yeah. talk about this." Yeah. And they're like, "Wow." Well, I'm like, is... well, I see it every day of the week. It's very easy to talk about road toll and stuff like that when you see it and the stupidity we see on the road. Yeah, Very well, easy to talk about. It was like that when uh, when Glenn Stirl quoted me in the Senate um, from the Something You Talk About section uh, segment in show 102 on the podcast. Yeah, um, if you want to find it. <laughs> if you want to find it, you can go have a listen to Something You Talk About or you can, uh, you can actually have a look on Glenn Stirl's Facebook page. It's... Uh, his uh, recording is is there of him quoting us for like ten minutes or so. But I, I got a phone call and I was asked for the script for that something to talk about. See, when I said, "Well, there's no script, mate. It's just that you know, it's just a direct delivery." <laughs> something um, to talk about. <laughs> and uh, so, so they got that transcribed. They got someone to suffer through listening to it. Really? <laughs> yeah, transcribed it all. And uh, that was what that transcription was what what Glenn quoted. So yeah, it, it, I don't know what it is. Uh, we we tend to be able to just shoot from the lip. Um, sometimes that's oh, not good. How, how good <laughs> fun is that? Hey, yeah, we're in we're in the presence of genius here, gentlemen. Some, sometimes sometimes, sometimes it's lip. not good though. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't care about that. Shoot from the lip. You shoot shoot, shoot from the lip. And think about your hip. Did you say shoot from the lip? From the the lip. lip. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? From the lip. Yeah. 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 It's when you lift an Elvis and shoot from the lip. (laughs) Shoot from the lip. Hmm. So before our caller called in, I was talking about the fact that we've shot up the rankings on the uh, the world podcast scales. Yeah. Um, and uh, as a matter of fact, I've actually got, I've actually now just got an email back from um, the uh, the uh, Yasmin Tately's chief of staff uh, about the email that I've sent, and he uh, said, "Okay, Mike, I'll come back to you as soon as I can." So, 
you know, that's uh, that's where where sorry, his assistant, uh, her assistant chief of staff, chief of staff. So it is it is something that the the minister does know about now, mm. for certain, and um, I'm sure that we'll we'll have some answers. Like it's like Rod says though, when you start talking to people that are in these offices. There's no point jumping up and down. There's no point carrying on like a two-bob watch. You want to get a sensible response, you've got to ask sensible questions and be respectful. It's as simple as that. So, be a uh, mirror. What makes that be a mirror? Be a mirror. Uh, you have a look into it. So back to this other thing. There's a there's a, uh, a a ranking thing on the internet called Feedspot, which which ranks podcasting categories. And uh, they have the top 100 podcasts of all the different categories all around the world. And I didn't realise that there were literally thousands of podcasts and there are literally hundreds of podcasts in any given genre, of which trucking and truck-related podcasts are the one. Now, uh, some of our our friends uh, are in this top 100 but we've rocketed into the top 100 into position number 66. Holy in, dooly. In the world. Now. Is that, hang on, hang on. In yeah. the world. Yeah. Top 66 in the yeah, world. In, in, the, in the trucking genre, yeah. Ooh. In that genre. Yeah, so uh, like the top 100 trucking podcast is where we are. Now, I will say to you, and I'm not ashamed to say it, um, there is another podcast that I'm very, very, very interested in listening to when they bring out a new episode, and that's called Copy Southbound. Mm, and I don't yeah. regard them as being uh, 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 an enemy in any way. They, no. they, 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 they're very, very good at what they do. They are actually uh, a little bit in front of us. Oh, good congratulations. Job. So Can't they're in the that. 500 as well. And guess what else? Dave McCoy's uh, Keep On Moving podcast from New Zealand is in there as well. I think, Dave, if I, if I just have a bit of a look, I'm just going to open the page up to to make sure that I'm correct. But I think Dave's podcast from New Zealand's in position number 28, I think. No way. Have you got a podcast? Yeah, truck and, uh, New Zealand Trucking Magazine have got a, a podcast and uh, it's called Keep On Moving. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's all very, very, very interesting stuff. Yeah, 28, position 28, Keep On Moving. With Dave McCoy, Murray Lindsay, and the team from New Zealand Trucking Media, Road Transport News, Views and Entertainment, um, and they they produce uh, about they've produced eight odd episodes or something in the last year, and uh, yeah, they uh, rank us. But the the the, uh, the ranking is uh, is made up of how much how much your social media reach you have and and all that sort of thing. Mm. So. Things like uh, uh, Dave's podcast have obviously got a pretty good reach on on social media, but they've got some pretty good content on there as well. And of course, uh, Copy Southbound is at thirty eight. So, well uh, done, because you know it shows that here in Aussie land and across the Dutch, yeah. we're across actually making Dutch. an impact across the world. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Well, yeah, and so I mean, it, look, we've got some good podcasters in America that are good mates of the show and stuff like yeah. that as well. But, you know, the boys of Gord. Yeah, Gord's, mm-hmm. Gord's in here. Um, also, our old mate Guido Lombard, I think you drank some uh, 
some uh, Tennessee uh, moonshine with him or something, didn't you? Uh, oh, whatever it was, it was feral. Like it was bloody <laughs> horrid. Like whatever. Yeah. It was a drink tasty for that bourbon. Now, mate, wafer through. Well, I well, sixty-year-old bourbon. I said, well, you shouldn't have. After the fifty-eight year, you should have sent it back because it's terrible. You know? So yeah, but. It is what it is, but now there you go. So Mike Lombardi, so yeah, it was uh, Lombardi trucking. Yeah, yeah, so, there, yeah. so a lot of people can pump out a... And, and I guess you're up with all the, you know, uh, like Dean Croak does a lot of podcast stuff with yeah. Straits and Lanes and all those sort of podcasts in America. So there is a lot there is a lot of trucking content coming out of America when it comes to rates, podcasts, you know, bits and pieces. So they're doing pretty good there, bud. Well done. You know, we're in pretty good company. And I'm very, very, very proud of our achievement as far as that goes. So if you if you want to hear some good trucking podcasts and you don't mind listening to an American accent, um, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Uh, what the truck and all that sort of yeah, thing pretty truck. good. The yeah. lead pedal podcast is another good one. Um, super Trucker, he gets on there. He's pretty yeah. good. I mean, that's Super Trucker on Twitter. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Justin. Justin, he's a hell of a guy. He's a hell of a guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff in the team at Tropic Southbound. That's fantastic. We, we, at Brisbane Drug Day, they, they, they asked me to do a podcast. And I, I, I think I'm not worthy of what they're doing, you know. Like, like they, they're, they're talking to, you know, the history of trucking and they're talking to really, really cool people about trucking industry. And I, I don't think I'm even at that point in my trucking career as to what we're doing and where we are, but I'm believed I'm pegged for a podcast. So I just uh, probably got to work it out. I think. Yeah, well, what can you say? They're down to the B team when they start interviewing blokes like you, mate. What can I say? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, look, I'm happy to be on the bench, no doubt about it, because I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the first team and uh, more. Well, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just joking, Yogi. You're just joking, I am, mate. Oh, no, I am more than happy. I mean, you know, when, when you're talking uh, Max Keogh and you're talking, you know, Freestone, when you're talking uh, all these really long-term trucking identities on the podcast, yeah. Cobby Southbound, they're really, really good. And hopefully we can strike a deal with uh, Cobby Southbound and run them on the road radio. Well, we'll see how we do. We've got to, we've got to talk about that. But, I mean, uh, everyone seems to think that we should be competitive and we should be, you know, arguing the right. point with each other. Cobby Southbound does something very, very different to what we do on the yeah. on the road, um, and uh, I like to I like to have a bit of a listen to hear what people say. I mean, you can you can talk to uh, or you can hear the the stories of some of these guys uh, or curl your toes. Some of the things they could tell you, and uh, having been out to the Hall of Fame uh, as I was last year with Bob, and we'll be out there again. This uh, this August the twenty fifth, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth that that weekend at the end of August. Um, this year there's a very very special celebration going on out there. Um, it is going to be the recognition of the guys that participated in Razorback and the Razorback blockade. Now love them or hate them, um, it was a piece of not only trucking history but Australian history as well. It's uh, certainly the greatest act of insurrection uh, since the Eureka Stockade, and it is a place in Australian history, not only trucking history, and these uh, the gentlemen that that uh, kicked that off, 
uh, three of which I, I've met and know personally. Um, there was uh, Colin St- uh, um, Ted Stevens, of course, who was the ringleader, but Colin Bird and uh, and uh, Jack Hibbert and uh, Barry Grimson, Charles Goodfellow, they they were all part of this thing, and they're going to be recognised at the Hall of Fame as well as all those who are being inducted uh, into the hall themselves. And it's really, it really should be treated like Mecca. We should be making our way out there for the reunion mm. and to, to get a taste of what, what the history is all about and to be proud of what, what these men have done before us. So certainly we stand on the shoulders of giants and uh, Truck and Life uh, taking a big part in, in helping that and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to being out there to see these men invested as, as uh, history makers in our industry. Mm. Uh, and we should all be proud of it. Well, this, this is a story I'd love everybody to listen to. And it's, it's not a sales pitch here because every, every cent made from the sales of these books go back to the families. So I encourage anybody in the industry to go to ontheroadradio.com.au and download a version of of Razorback uh, and listen to it because this is the forefathers of our industry in in where yeah. we are now as a, as a modern industry. So, but also Toots's stories there as yeah, well, and Toots's story as well. Yeah. So yeah, you know, if you're in the industry, um, find out where where we've been, where we've come from, and if if you look at the struggles of of what we believe is there today, you know. You know, th- this was happening 30 years ago. Yeah. So listen to it's it. Actually, it's actually 40, 44 years ago this year, Razorback, wow. 1979. Yep. Um, it's, uh, it's an incredible thing when you think about it. And uh, and I was lucky enough to see him there the other day. Yep. We took, yeah, took Yogi up there to show him uh, Razorback and what you mm. can see from Razorback and... But, but come on board, buy, buy the book and support the families that who's that were involved in this. Mm. It's important that you know what what yeah. went on back then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The money money goes to where you know to, to the good people that you know produce the story and help make the story. Mm. And uh, yeah, we're looking after them. So yeah, it's a, it's a worthy little investment right. for you, good people in the industry. Mm. That's uh, that's that's probably enough about that. But you know, <clears throat> there's a lot to talk about uh, still. Does anyone want to? Do we want to do uh, a bit of news.com? Do we or, or not? Maybe, but we might just go to a song first, eh? Go to a song first. We'll get we'll go a song first. Come on, news.com. Come on, and we'll, and we'll come back to news.com. <laughs> We're going to go to some Adam Brandt because. Oh no, Yogi just wants some more country music. <laughs> My pick. I had no suggestions here, Yogi, from you tonight. So. Twist the oh. screws. No, uh, I, I put my suggestions in. You told me it was all very Triple J and you said, yeah, right. oh, never do it again. Not tonight, I didn't. Oh, I just took it forever. No, oh, right, oh. Wow. <laughs> well, anyway, my, my pick, my music. Hope you like it. Bit of out of brand. <laughs> I did what? I lived. What? 
woke up this morning smelling like lemons, salt on the back of my hands. Mouth was so dry, I couldn't even spit. My eyes felt like they were full of sand. I called Troy Jenkins to see if he survived. My head pounding like a stone. He started reeling off things I did last night. And I cried out over the phone. I did what? I smooched too. Oh, tell me the boss was Did what? I mooned who? All this time I guess I crossed the line Every hell to pay But what can I say? I must have had a real good time Just come back any old time Then he went down the list The things I'd done I listened in misery I was thinking real hard About leaving town Changing my identity I did what? I smooched too Or tell the boss wasn't there That I caused quite a scene I did what? I mooned who? All this time I guess I crossed the line hell to pay What can I say? I must have had a real good time What can I say? We're back, everybody, and I'd imagine if you listen to the song, we've all got a Troy Jenkins in our life. No. (laughs) See, that's the thing. You don't play it to me, so I don't know what you've been playing. I know, and that's always funny. Like, you know, that that song only went for about two and a half minutes. That's the good thing about country songs. They don't go for very long. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know what's going to happen with country songs? Sooner or later, we get autonomous trucks and there's going to be songs about a bloke's truck leaving. Oh, jeez. Oh, there will be. <laughs> oh, no, the truck actually left him in silence. Mm. And imagine if Taylor Swift owned the show, truck. Like Andrew's truck. He didn't even hear it pull up. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> oh, jeez, we're getting silly oh, now, eh? We are getting we'll a to bear. He's going to be on for young enough. But yeah, you're right. The truck left him, and oh dear, oh mm. dear. Did I see a, an electric Mustang on the back of a bus in Melbourne there today? Yeah, you would have. Yeah, yeah right, mm. right, right. That, that, well, that, should, that should be just a jailable offence. That should be. You should just go straight to jail. What? What is the fascination with an electric Mustang? I don't know. Why? Why would you do it? 
mean, they have their place in... In where? Yogi, where? Where? No, where? Like, and stuff like that. No, you've got to pull yourself short somewhere and say, no, you just... I don't know. I don't know. No. Imagine Bathurst, like, in another 20 years, and I've got electric cars running around there. You know, you used to sit on the top of the hill there and listen to that roar coming over the mountain, and now we're going to hear what? Hang on. Silence. Three. One, two, three. That's it. Look. <laughs> Come on. Cut. You know? Just go before the music cuts in because the silence oh. on the radio never works and some kind of backup yeah. thing comes in. <laughs> Went to... Uh, I'll tell you a story. I went, went to an exhaust place in, in Lismore the other day and like mm. our young fella, he's bought a, bought a yeet and it's got a V6 in it. So I went there to talk to him about a better exhaust system than what he's got. And they come out eventually and said, you know, you never make a V6 sound good. Yeah, like, true. Well, I want true. you to make it sound true. better than what it is. And he's going, no, but you can't make it sound good. Right. And he's right. Yeah, I agree. You're right. You yeah. can't. So... Yeah. Yeah. What's his suggestion? Buy a V8. We can't do that for our young fellas here in uh, New South Wales on a, on peas. Mm. But oh, I got I got a V8 story. I'll come back to that. Go, yeah, yeah, right. Well, tell it now because we we we've failed now because we only got a V6. Yeah. Well, I'd say so. My young bloke Jack has got a V8 of Fairmont gear. Which is a very nice car, mind you. It's his daily because he's a panel beater. A Fairmont so gear. Takes it. Yeah. What year model is that? 90, what X what? 96. Yeah, mid-90s, somewhere in there. Yeah, no, and it's it's actually a boat to drive. It's, it's a comfortable thing. It's filthy sitting in it because he hasn't washed in a week and let alone washed the car out. It's filth sitting in it. But yeah. it's a beautiful car to drive in, right? Absolutely. What's really, really 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 it? Hey? Is it an E-Air for something, is it? Uh, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's that style, big boat looking thing, you know, like yeah. slopey at the front and square back on it. Happy X, XE, is it? That, that'd be the last of them. Uh, yeah, right? I reckon. No, 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 no. 96, or EA or EB or something. Might be some along those lines, but it's a fair mock, yeah, and it's a big V8 because in West Australia, yeah. we can have V8. But uh, the illustrious son, the, the, you know, the kid that it is, decides to take it to Tate. Now, we're 300 k's out of Perth, so he, dro- he drove he drove it. Well, he didn't. I trucked it up to Tate, but then he drove it home. But yeah, so he, he got an hour into the trip and kind of realised that that exhaust system that he's gone on, that sounds cool driving around town, is terrible when you're doing 110 <laughs> going down the highway. <laughs> mm. uh, and he had a thumping headache in the first hour, apparently, and, and his mum yeah. had to take over. So there you go, Jack. Oh, oh. Man, radio. Your poor Jack. Take over from driving. Poor Jack. No, not poor Jack. It's that EF show. That's what it is. Yeah, that, yeah sort of, but it's, but it's a square boot. It's, it, like, it looks like a big boat-looking thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they it's got a really little... beautiful car to drive. Lucy got in the back the other day and she was wondering what was her bum and it turns out it was the tax in the roof that <laughs> come out because the roof line is come down and he's a panel beater. You put yeah. some tax in the roof, eh? That's how you do it. Yes, you do. Oh, fair enough, too. Fair enough, too. Have you noticed oh, yeah, all no, these no. modern cars, the roof lining falls out of them? Yeah. What, what is Maybe it? Maybe we need to put solar panels in there or something. I do. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Big sunroof. I think oh. it has got a sunroof. Yeah. No, I don't think it has. No. 
One of the first cars I had was an X, an XC GXL Fairmont with a three fifty one in it. It was it was it was actually quite a machine, and I remember getting pulled over in the main street of Cootamundra and harassed by the police. Remember the fence they used to put in the bonnets of the X. B's and XC's. Yeah. So I was being harassed because they weren't standard, but they were. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, you or know, maybe, imagine maybe, the safety you know. implications because you had two vents in a standard bonnet on a standard vehicle. Mm. Pulled over. Not uh, so much harassed, you know, or maybe pulled over. Oh, for an inquiry. we'll call it harassment. <laughs> Well, all I can say, all I can say, if you're driving around Bernahoon in Cooter, you're mm. probably not going to you're probably not going to get away with it for very long. No. Are you saying I was being a hoon? No, I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare. Mm. No, I would say it. Yeah. I was quietly driving down the main street, minding my own business, going to the video shop. Were you? Hmm. Oh, well, you're going to blockbuster, <laughs> were you? There's so no, we wouldn't have blockbuster in Cooter, mate. <sighs> but there's so many elements in that sentence that are wrong. Mm. Quietly driving down on a Saturday night to get a video. Yep. I was quite your honour. I was quietly quietly to get a video. <laughs> like, but I don't know where the police come from because I was driving quietly, like an electric vehicle of the future. Nobody heard me. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, back to these modern vehicles at Bathurst. Yeah, like, it's going to be funny. You wonder why people don't want to go in the future. Well, uh, where where is the, where is motorsport going? I don't know. Not well with electric vehicles. I don't know how far it's going to go. They're very like the talk. Well, there is a, there is an E series, you know. Is there? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. there is. There is an E-series, yeah. 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 yeah, but how does that spark you up, though, really? Like, well. Like, you used to go to Bathurst. You go there because you could feel the horsepower. Yeah, you would. Yeah. And I, I like, it rumbled and it just, you know. The, yeah, Brocky and the VF going across the mountain with oh. two wheels off. Oh, mm. oh, but he's back in the hole. You can't go wrong. Oh, geez. How's this for a scathing uh, comment on country text? And it's just like maybe because it was a Ford. Now, just to that person that texts that in, <clears throat> that was the last Ford I've ever owned. Yeah. Yeah. One and only. One and only. On national radio. And I bought it for one reason that's because it was cheap. Yeah, well, you get right. that. Okay. Anyway. I, don't know. Yeah, I, think, I think that's what Jack, well, he's got a foot in both camps. He's got a VY six-speed V8, yeah. and a Fairmont Gear V8. Yeah, well, mm. why wouldn't you? So he's why got a V16. Yeah, the V. <laughs> 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 like uh, good... I, don't, I don't know if any of them go that look. I said to him the other day, I said, where's your VY? He said, in the impound yard. I said, why is it in the impound yard? He said, because that's, that's where it is and we've got the panel shop. Oh, oh right. I thought he might have got a bunch of food and I'll button him down. But <laughs> and actually, at where, where he works as an impound yard and it's sitting in the impound yard. Because that's where the coppers <laughs> take him, all the repo yeah. blokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just where he's away. Well, I know he's in repo because he paid cash for him, but to take the cash to Perth for the bloody thing. 
So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going, oh, oh you know, just the way he said it was in the repo yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I mean, I'll be in there, but anyway, it is what it is. So, yeah. Mm. yeah it'll be interesting to see uh, where it goes because, yeah, we're... Um, I mean, then you start looking at that dirt track stuff and, I mean, then big V8s and, you know, the, the 450s on the sprint cars and stuff like that. It's, geez, they sound good, don't they? Oh, <laughs> you know? I got, I got yeah, sense of... watching sprint cars covered in dust and crap and mud and clay and get hit in the head and the eyes and you've got your earmuffs on, but you love it on the big sprint cars. Yeah. I, I was watching some stuff the other morning on, like, drag trucks and the black smoke... You know, and you look and you go, geez, that's terrible. But you know, it it that's what makes it worthwhile watching, isn't it? <laughs> What's that? The crashes? No, the black, no, like just the black up. smoke, truck drags, and like we we used to go to the Bar Medman tractor pull. Really? Like watching that, it's just the horsepower is unbelievable, and the commitment to what those blokes do is is unreal. But an electric vehicle, where does it? How does it do it? I don't, I don't know. If someone can tell me any different, just, just ring in or, or tell us because... There's been some pretty wild videos. You see those motors just leap out the top of the bonnet, some of those oh. bloody... <laughs> those those tractor pulls are just... I don't, I don't know if you've ever <laughs> yeah, been to one. All, what's, yeah, what's all going to happen with the tractor pull? When you've got electric tractors? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Have you seen the Goose Rooters tractor? interesting thing in the future about how we look at these events like you know in 40 years time you know we're going to a tractor pull and you know the, how, do, how do they intro a tractor like was it a tractor that's got it was only on charge for seven minutes with 18,000 <laughs> yeah, gigabits yeah. of <laughs> fucking solar panel shit I don't know how do you do it ah, gotcha yeah. one for you I know <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear, we are going to get in yeah, so much trouble. I believe we got. So you've both, you've both said it, and I haven't yet. So this is fantastic. But we'll still get you. Through. We'll get you one day with it, though. Oh, God, give it a go. Give it a go. I dare you. I dare you to give it a go. <laughs> are you well, too highly you trained in this media segment? Correct, Yogi. Yeah, right. You've got to, yeah, you've got to be careful. You do have to be careful. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 I was going somewhere with that, and you lost me anyway. Anyway, so keep going, Yogi. No, I've lost it now. We're no. all sort of done there. So anyway, yeah. we're going to have electric tractors. Mum, and... 
and all this. Mum heard that too, mate, just saying. Did she? Oh, sorry, Mum. (laughs) She hasn't texted me yet, so I don't believe you, Yogi. Storm in a teacup, storm in a teacup. I'll send you the screenshot, me old (laughs) mate. Saturday night is. Yeah, so normal people normal people aren't sitting around in the shed drinking beers. Or maybe they are. I don't know. Yeah, listen, trying to put on some good music. That's what they're trying to do, trying to liven it up. Mm. We've got country, country, and both sides of the yeah, music, country, country and Westman. Yeah. Don't even know what to put on in here, Yogi. Oh, yeah. Go on, go with Felix the house cat, Silver Screen. You can't, do, you can't do it because... You have to understand how the. It's uh, got to be here first, you know. It's got to be. He's got to actually have it. Because it's two different pieces of, two different pieces of software, to be live or to. Yeah, but we've got to radio. we've got to pay the people that own the song. Yeah, well, we pay that. I bought. I bought the Arctic Monkey. Did you? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I can live without Arctic Monkeys. I'm not heartbroken at all. About that. I'm just, I'm just not. What can I say? I won't apologise for it. I'm not heartbroken. See, here's the thing. I don't even know who this bloke is, but I'm, I'm trying to search through our library for it, and I'm just not what? getting who it is. What? We've got the artist, but who? What's the song, Yagi? What's the song? From oh, the Arctic Monkey. No, Felix. The house cat. Oh, silver screen. All oh, right, eh? Okay. Oh, we're still, are, you, are you still pursuing that? No, we've got it because he does own part of the company. So, you know, oh, yeah, I've got a little part. bit of say on right? Jimmy uh, is what Amanda just uh, said. Jimmy. Jimmy. So we've seen Jimmy. silver screen. Is that the one you're after? Yeah. Yeah, Felix the house cat, Silver, and it's just it's just a huge <laughs> banging life. You you will it will annoy people. I guarantee. Right, eh? I'm I'm already annoyed. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Mike, that's nothing unusual. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, just know, hope, I know. I, know, I hope you know. Will you know that's not quite noisy. We're going to play it then, eh? We're going to play it. Oh, no, just oh, no. can we? Is it? Are we allowed to, Yagi? I found yeah, it. I no, found no, in the no, library. You can do right. it. We paid royalties. It's all good. We bought it. We're paid for it now, so we're going to pay. Oh, now we've got someone Slim Dusty. Jeez. Anyway, how about we go to a tune? We'll play this. I've never heard <laughs> this before. Re- so, and then report back in, right? Uh-huh. So if anyone out there, this is purely Yogi's You're going to go to the toilet. Now's the time to go. God. Oh. Cut him off. Put it on. Cut my, so if I cut Mike off, I've got to cut you off too. <laughs> oh, don't, don't cut me off. Right. We're going to play this play and we'll see, what it's like. we'll see what it's like. We'll see what it's like. 
Fashion in the magazine, endless pleasure in limousines, in the back shakes a tambourine, nicotine from a silver screen, speed seduction in the magazine, endless pleasure in limousines, in the back shakes a tambourine, nicotine from a silver screen, speed seduction in the magazine, endless pleasure in limousine, in the back shakes a tambourine, nicotine from a silver screen. Magazine, and the magazine, in the black shirts, tambourine, 
Well, guys, we're back, and that was pretty special. <laughs> I can think. I can think of other words. Yeah, but you can't say that. Apparently, <laughs> I did. And it got a lot of that messages was. that you can't say certain things on radio. You leave the house, cat, silver screen. Come mm. out in 2001. Silver screen, shower scene. Yeah. I honestly, honestly, I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm thinking we might have to just let the smoke out of your radio in that 900 years. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's been mentioned that uh, your poor radio. So it's the genre is dance and electronic, if you mm. want to get into that. So, right, yeah. just on that, Yogi, where exactly do you use that type of music? That'd be on one of my playlists. Mm, I know that, but... So, when, you, when you want to scratch your own eyes yeah, out. but in your everyday life, like, do you wake up in the morning and go, I might just play a bit of that? Or is it a... Yeah, like 11 p.m. thing, thinking I've got to drive till 2 a.m., so I'm going to pump was, a bit to of that out. To be honest with you, tech guy, if I was to be honest with you, it'd be on one of my nullable playlists, I reckon. Mm. I'd, I'd be thinking similar. In. Yep, settle into a bit of groove. You've got a little bit to do. You just want a bit of... Yeah, and it is. I, I, I kind of actually like my techno stuff. I, I know it doesn't seem right, and I get a lot of people know me. But I'll be sitting there at home and I'll be watching reels on, on, on dance and techno and stuff like that. And the man is like, what the hell are you listening to? Mm. I like to tap a beat. I like, I like it. I like it. Mm. I like oh, well, I've got a request now. I want to go out of the show tonight with Heartbreaker from Airborne. Let's have some real music. Sorry. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, I've never heard it. So we're, we're all experiencing new things here today. Mm. Heartbreaker, heartbreaker from Airborne off the Run and Wild album. Ooh. Oh yeah, so that'd be big hair and big guitars if they're Airborne. Mm. Absolutely, big hair and big guitars. It's a great, great, great bloody rocking song, and it's what that's the sort of stuff. That's that's my make and mile music. That ACDC, mm. Angels, yeah. you know, yeah. Metallica. Um, you know, that, that sort of stuff. Oh, I can understand the heavy rock stuff. I love that. Yeah, yeah. well, play, play Airborne, Heartbreaker. Well, off the Run Wild album. I know it's in there because I put it in there. Mm. Oh, but, yeah, again, Michael, we're on a different program here. Yeah, we have to. We have to you, can find, you, could, you could find Arctic Monkey crap. Surely you can yeah. find something that's decent. No, that wasn't yeah. Arctic Monkey crap. That was, that was some other that. crap. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. What crap? So, we're just hurting someone's feelings now. Nah, it's 2001, boys. That's how, often, how, often, how often have I had a request on this radio station? Every uh, are we, bloody day. Are we back on? Yeah. See, <laughs> yeah. so I'll go to search this, Michael, and we just get Arctic monkeys. <laughs> I didn't do that. Okay, I've got no... So I don't know, you say airborne, you know, and then we get, what's the song, Mike? Heartbreaker. Just put Heartbreaker in the search box. It's not even coming up. Rubbish. (laughs) 
<laughs> you burnt him, huh? <laughs> oh, nah. It's, I'm going to have to get airborne here and come down and break your heart. Oh, no. Hey? Nah. Oh, uh, it's funny because everyone's got to remember out here just because you request a song doesn't mean we have it in our file or that we want to pay royalties on it, which we just did on your last song, Yagi. So, thank you. Mm. It was wasted, it was money wasted. My my ears were almost about to start bleeding having to listen to that. Really? We'd be able to pick up another couple of thousand listeners and then they would have yeah. tuned yeah. in and flipped yeah. over and went, oh man, these boys are playing some mm. drum and bass, a bit of, you know, <clears throat> dance music, a bit of electronic. Huh? Like, I was watching the listener count go down while it was on, actually, but anyway. Yeah, they would have just been going out to get their toe-tapping shoes on and head for the dance floor. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sweet station in a magazine. So then you want like achy, breaky heart or something like that? Absolutely not. Oh, guess what we're playing oh, next. Oh. You've got to pick Mike's song. You've got to put Mike's song. Well, I'm trying to find it. He says Airborne and then what's the song? Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. Yeah. And see, so it's saying doesn't exist. Anyway, we've got about five minutes to go. <laughs> I've, got, I've, got it up on, I've got it on my screen. Have you? Oh, oh, oh yeah, but you're looking at what? No, I, t- I keep telling you, it's a different, different stuff here. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. News.com.au. We haven't done any of that for a little while. We haven't. So give tell it, us all it, about it, it, Mike. It. Well, there's uh, the coming uh, back. Uh, eh? Yeah, coming back on news.com. They made the revamp. Yeah. Well, I uh, I find it amazing that the people that write the headlines for the stories, they seem as though they they uh, they get stuck on words. So you've got two stories here with something that's utterly absurd or it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, they, they, oh. there's always the, the clickbait stories. Michael Jordan's utterly absurd $4.4 billion sale. Mm-hmm. Is it a milk-related story? It better be. <laughs> He's an NBA, uh, Michael Jordan, the NBA player. He was a, apparently he could shoot hoops or something. Michael um, Jordan is the best NBA player ever. Was he? Yep. Well, he's going to oh. sell his majority stake in the Charlotte Hornets for $4.37 billion. 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 Billion dollars. $4.37 billion. For an interest in a basketball team. Crikey, they wouldn't pay $7. No. So it is absurd. I think that the uh, the headline might be almost actually correct for that. That is absurd. Uh, I'd be sort of thinking it's probably not a bad investment. $4.4 billion for a bit of a bloody majority share in a basketball team. Oh yeah, they love they love their basketball over there in the states. They uh, it's a bit of a big thing. It's a lot of uh, that's a lot of uh, merch that you've got to sell to to cover that sort of an expense. Well, we 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 had tickets to Madison Square Garden, and then the Rona hit, and everybody topped and season and farted, and we couldn't go over there. Yeah. But we we had four seats 
for the Knicks game at the uh, at Madison Square Garden at Easter time. We mm. were one row off, so up, up into the stands, one row off. It was fifteen hundred dollars for four seats. Wow, that, that's exactly what I thought. And then Amanda's like, "Is that Australian or American?" I said, "I don't know. It's going off the credit card. I don't know what it is." So it might have been a thousand US. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I mean, they talk about you know the going to the football and everything. Going to the football used to be something that you could do as a family years ago. Now it costs you a million dollars to go in. They charge you two hundred million dollars for a pie, and you can't even get a beer, you know, unless it's in a plastic cup. Yeah, you know, it's, it's 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 not a family day anymore, is it? Yeah, and they wonder why the numbers have fallen away. Well, yeah. there's your point. The and then they want to tell you to live your life as well. Oh no, footballers should never get involved in political stuff. Should no, play just play the game. But anyway, play let's not game. let's not go on to that. Let's not go on to that. There's another one. We, I mean, we don't start. There's a model. There's a don't start. <laughs> There's a, let's start me up that song, actually, Rolling Stone. Uh, I, I, I had a depraved childhood. Now, you, you did? Yeah, I did. I was dropped on the edge several times as a young bloke. Mm. There's, um, mm. That explains it. There's the sad sad truth behind Amy Schumer's uh, uh, weight. She's got very honest about the fact that she's come a fat body. Oh, uh, yeah. All this stuff she's is funny. news. Amy she's Schumer, she's, she's a very funny person. She's about as funny as a head injury, that woman. Who? Amy Schumer. Oh, she's funny. She's no, she funny. goes all right. She goes all right. Mm. Oh, Come on, Michael. You need to open your eyes a little. Yeah, I just like to do a bit more music. <laughs> <laughs> music? You call that crap you listen to music, Kenan? <laughs> oh, well, we found your song. We're going to play it. But... Now, Kevin... Oh, I... Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Mm. Kevin Costner. Now we all know Kevin Costner. No, who's he? What's well, he Kevin doing? Costner. Who's his dad drive for? Yellowstone. Who's his dad drive for? We used to ask the question all the time. Kids would come home and say, "Oh, you know, such and such," and you go, "Don't know. Who's their dad drive for?" Who's their dad drive for? He's uh, he's now estranged from his wife. Sure. Um, he, he's, had, he's been forced to leave their $211 million marital home in Santa Barbara. Kevin oh, Costner yeah. was homeless. Kevin yeah. Costner is homeless. Well, I doubt that. Geez, they make some shit up, don't they? Really? Yeah. yeah. News.com. Yeah. News.com, mm. what do you expect? But he might, go, he might have moved up to the ranch. He might be up he, in Yellowstone or something. He might, he might be. <laughs> but but Kevin Costner's done some interesting movies. I know Rose loves Kevin. She likes watching that Dances with Wolves thing because Kevin stands up out of the grass with his bare bum hanging out. Rose, I think Rose has oh. actually worn the she wore the videotape out on that bit. Mm. Oh, oh, oh man, has Amanda texted him yet? Because when I met Amanda, she had a, a, a solid. Poster of Kevin Costner mounted on a frame. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit scary, really, isn't it? Oh Kevin, well, just you know, Mike. It's purely simple here. It sounds like you need to go to the gym a bit more. <laughs> to go to the gym? No, to yeah. the gym. To the gym. Go to, to the, the gym. 
you know. Yeah, bark, so you got a probably so maybe you've got a better ass. <laughs> You'd hang a wide load on my backside and put an orange light on me, it's gotta be about right. Yeah. yeah anyway, you need to be more attractive to raise. It's yeah. that simple. Well mate, the dad bot is a thing apparently. The dad bod. It is, but have you seen what they're calling the dad bod? What's the dad bod? It certainly ain't my dad bod, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) My abs are like that, but they're hidden under a layer of fat. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. So I get it. I saw a picture the other day. It was a meme on the the internet because God knows we don't look at enough memes on the internet. And it was a bloke standing beside a girl, and his man boobs were bigger than hers. Yeah. <laughs> and it said underneath it, it said outgunned. And I just thought, <laughs> oh, outgunned. outgunned. I just cracked. I just cracked. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, there's a lot of. All right, five minutes ago. Play. This would be a big five minute epic. No, 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 no. You put it on at the end of the show. After. Is that so oh, yeah. no one can come back and criticise you for it? Mate, they can text me any time, 0418 They can text me any time, ring me up, whatever. I, I answer the phone because I'm good well, I don't, I'm good that way. I'm stupid that way sometimes. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, big, shout, big shout out to our mate Andrew from Ballarat. How are you, mate? Um, you, know, you can call me if you from want. From Ballarat? Yeah, tell me how to run. Oh, I've heard of him before, too. Oh, oh don't get me started, Mike. Oh, you want a soap? He dropped the bomb. Want a soap oh, box? Actually, me. I guarantee he's listening tonight. So I'm going to throw this one out there. 0458 682 Give me a call. Because me and Blondie will be happy to take it. <laughs> so you know who you are. <laughs> Bring it on. Anyway, back to some more funny stuff. So we're getting some stuff here, and it's from a mate of yours, Yogi. It says your music is shit. Hey, 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 hey. No. All I can say, all I can say, is I get a fair bit of feedback through the email, Yogi, but I've never had so many people comment on a playlist. Oh man! Oh, another cracking song there. It really gets people going too. There's another one on there. Mm. I like to just uh, well, when you, you, know play, you know what else? You know what else gets you going? A breakfast burrito from a bad roadhouse. That's what'll get you going. Really? Now. Every, yeah. every, that, no. Every time. <laughs> Do we have breakfast burritos here in Australia? Oh, they're called brekkie wraps, eh? Mm. Yeah. It's just a different word, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, well, so he's even getting messages from your wife. <laughs> you telling me that your music is shit. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. All I've got to say to you, Yogi, is in our partnership, there are six votes, right? And when you're getting out and voted five to one, buddy, you lose. <laughs> well, Yogi, I don't mind too much your music. I think it sounds all right. <laughs> I'm only saying that because you, 
sitting somewhere on your lonesome tonight, and I'd yeah. hate to. I, I, sorry. Probably the one mate. that really upsets you that much, but. Yogi left me a present, you know. He left me half a dozen CDs that he brought back from the States. He said, there you go, you can have a listen to those. Mm-hmm. Um, Some of them are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, so there's a guy There's a guy in the CDs. I'm just leaning over. They've got some pretty cool Mike. truck pictures. What? Mike. No, Mike. No. Mike. No. Yogi, Mike you're doing Hughes. it wrong. When you want to break in there and talk to him, you've got to say Michael. Yeah, no, no, I Mike's the dude on the CD. Oh, Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes. Yeah, Mike Hughes. Mike yeah. Hughes. He's, he's that pretty... one that play play that song about coffee running through my veins. Oh, can't, well, I can't. Jeez, can't we just can't do this off the cuff here? I haven't no, got it. I haven't uploaded any of this stuff yet, Yodi. He wanted to come to Australia. He's like, oh, if you find me in it, you can come over. They want to do a country hour in Australia. Yeah. Like, it's really, really good that country stuff. Well, we I know. I know. Tony Justice wants to come over. Yeah, well, there you go. Yep, and that um, yeah, that that so that was that was what we were listening to at uh, Matt. So yeah, we're honky, three days. Honky Tonkin again, Honky Tonk Doors, Mister Blues, Occasional Wife. Mm. So on your playlist, Jagi, I've just had a comment here. It says I'd rather listen to Patsy Bisco. <laughs> <laughs> and I am trying to hilarious. contain myself here from laughter. That's his this guy. And uh, I'd hate to say it's from one of your very good friends. Uh, anyway. There, there was a there was a takeover of Patsy Bisco called Cafe Biscuit. Do you remember that? Cafe Biscuit. Cafe Biscuit. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Cafe <laughs> Dear, I don't care. I'll stand by it. I like yeah. it. Be solid, Yogi. Be solid. Yeah. 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 Well, it's yeah. coming up to the, uh, the top of the hour, 2200, 10 o'clock Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time for us to call it a night, I suppose. And uh, We're going we'll to listen to Heartbreaker, eh? We are going to listen to Heartbreaker. Well, this I'm, is good. To... I'm not even sure it I know is. this one. It's really good. It's got a great, it's got a great riff in it. Have a, a listen riff. to the words. It's uh, it, it's it's after ten o'clock. It'll be after ten o'clock, so it's uh, it'll be allowed to play it. It's a little bit a uh, little bit out there, but anyway, you'll be right. You'll well, be right. I'm, I'm drinking straight honey whiskey here, so anything could happen. Good on you. Oh, ching! Wow. See you all. Got a lot See of comments here, so we'll break to that. But thanks everyone thanks. for being here tonight. Appreciate it a lot. See you next time. See you Wednesday night. Hopefully yeah. we'll have the uh, police minister or representative on the talk to him. See how we yeah. Do. yeah, we'll have good clothes on Wednesday night. Mm. Yeah. And remember, if you can't be good, be spectacular. Be spectacular. Right, uh, we're going to airborne. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,